give you blood? Three months, man. What you doing in here anyway? You ought to be home with your mama. How old are you, boy? Thirteen. Thirteen? Damn. The bastards must be running out of niggas to arrest you. This goes out. Show the families that went through the struggle. Yeah. From the heart. It was all from the heart. Everything was real. Yeah. Dwelling in the past, flashbacks when I was young Whoever thought I'd have a baby girl and three sons But going through this difficult stage I find it hard to believe While my old earth You already know it's the same motherfucking business as usual, man Yeah You already know who it is But yeah, we back again <laughs> What's good? It was good <laughs> On <the> Take two <laughs> Take two. two. This is crazy. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Noetic Easy Money. And, and your boy, Ums the God. And we are... The VOR Podcast. Yes, voice of motherfucking reason. What's good, my What's G? good? Episode 19? Yeah, this is 19. 19. One, 19. one from 19. 20. Oh, already. It took us a half a year to get to 19. <laughs> <laughs> this shit crazy. Yeah, but we working, though. Nah, shit. nah. It's, it's, it's all good. We're going we gonna to pick up the pace. Yeah. A oh, lot but, be going on, so... Yeah, a lot. Um... You want you want to say the news or what's up? Well, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember, but the news <laughs> I do know now. We about to we about to try a trial on the um this radio station out here, which is an online radio station. Um, he gave us the opportunity to present our podcast. He's gonna let us try to see if we could do a whole hour, see how people tune in, and and if they fuck with us, he'll keep us on there every week. We'll have a time slot. And if it brings viewers, get a little bit of spready off it. So yes, sir. We're going to see what's good. You know, that's that's what happens when you network and be places and just start talking because I'm a talkative-ass nigga. Yeah, uh, yeah you are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Nah, real talk, I, I'm only talkative around certain people. Yeah. Like, I don't just talk to anybody. Like, nah, not yeah. anybody going to know me. But I, I am very easy. Like, I approach people and people can approach me. Pro, yep. But I think yeah, a lot of times are. people get that confused, like, with, like, being, like, a, a arrogance or something like that. But to me, it's like, you know, that comes from the first time, like, a, a shorty telling me no, thinking I had it in the bag. Like, <laughs> when you think you're going to bag a joint, she tell you, you no, know, you, you be you, devastated. Yeah, you But be then like, you damn. realize it, you be like, you know, why the fuck I'm waiting so much time to even ask her out or, like, try to holler? Man, when fuck all, her. All she can say is no. <laughs> nah. That's fine. all she can say is no. Yeah, that can't true. really hurt you. And it's yeah. a million motherfuckers out there. So it's the, it's the same with, like, opportunities. And when you meet people, it's like, if you hold back from saying anything, that might be the last time you get that opportunity. And that, that person could be doing whatever. You don't know what they could bring to your table. So for me, yes. I was like, you know what, fuck it. Just be gully. Go out and, and, and talk to whoever and, and try to, you know, let people know what you're about and what you're trying to do. And that's how you build networks. So that's, that's a great that's opportunity, too. Yeah, that's us. a fact. That's what's up. Congratulations to us. Yeah, big, big shout out to the VOR, baby. We working. We, we trying work. to work. It's a work in progress, you know. I see a lot of people out here, you know, that uh, started podcasts and they do this, that, and the third. And, you know. I, I, I applaud all of them because, yeah. you know, people Hell people yeah. doing this from their living rooms. They doing this from their basements. They doing this from their bedrooms, like just to kind of share their opinions. And not everybody's opinion matters. You know what I'm saying? And we're not going to sit here and say everybody's does. But 
you know, everybody has an opinion on whatever's going on in the world. And we're dealing with entertainment, politics, mental yeah. health, sports, anything. Like, sometimes there's people on TV, I'd be like, why the fuck are they getting paid to talk about this shit? They're trash. I say that every day. Opinion's trash. It's not even entertaining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My opinion matters. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, I, I find more entertaining conversations in barbershops most of the time than even on television. Oh, yeah. The shop talk is, is official. I love to be in the shop talks all day. That's what podcasts are to me. Yeah, if shop you really talk, think yeah. about it, it's like if somebody just put a microphone in the barbershop and just recorded everything. And who's who? Who's doing that now? Now, yeah, fucking LeBron James. Yeah, it's a lot of shows that's in the barbershop. Big shout out to um, what's the niggas from Brooklyn? Ah, uh, Math Hoffa. His show is in the barbershop or, as well. Oh, that's what's up. his is more geared towards uh underground battle rappers. Not to call them underground, but like battle rappers, real hip hop shit, shit. Yeah. and lyricism and shit that go on in New York. Yeah. Oh, not, okay. not like outside of the not state. Like outside. You know what I mean? This real New York shit. So shout out to everybody doing the thing. Big shout out to them too. You know what I mean? So that's everybody doing the podcast, shout out to you. Everybody just trying to make a place in this world. You heard? Yeah, getting the hustle. 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 Hard. But funny thing, speaking about the barbershop, this is where the earthquake that happened. Oh, the earthquake! <laughs> nigga, that I, shit, I'm man. getting edge up. I'm like, nigga, hold up! Like, I'm <laughs> thinking this nigga getting shaky or some shit. Like, you know, <laughs> big shout out to my nigga <laughs> Will. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm thinking this nigga having a heart attack or something behind me. Though, like, this nigga got to chill. And then you feel it on the ground. I'm like, oh shit! Nigga. Like, just everything. So I'm like, you got to pause for a second. But the funny shit is, as 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 that happened, it's this OG in there, and that's the guy that was that got the radio station shit popping. Okay. Um. So. uh He's playing R. Kelly mm, out the speakers in the in the, in the barbershop. Oh. So R. very Kelly. rarely I hear R. Kelly out in public anymore. Like yeah. I no, I see some old niggas on like them big ass bikes and shit playing their shit. Yeah, and, yeah. And the niggas in Cadillacs and shit and and, and, and the low uh, low riders. I may hear some you know bump and grind coming out of one of those cars, but. In public forums where you don't know who can walk in and out, I never, never really hear R. Kelly. Like me either. You don't hear that shit in no fucking Starbucks. You don't hear that shit in, in, in the gym or nowhere. nothing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the R. Kelly comes on, and I'm like, because I call him Robert, right? Excuse my language, Robert, right? So I'm like, so how do you feel about his music playing and like being able to separate? What somebody does personally towards their music, music and their art, what they bring to the game, because like for me, uh, the example I was saying is like when it came came to comes to Ray Charles, like I didn't know Ray Charles was doing heroin that whole time he was making those hit records. Me either. It's like I didn't know Michael Jackson was dealing with you know opioids and all this other stuff while he was doing his career the way that he was doing it. Yeah. Like and, and my thing is how do you differentiate how you judge these people. And this goes back to how people look at God. If you look at the world, you look at money, you look at the court system, it's all based on the oh, Bible. True. Anywhere you go, niggas win a Grammy or an Emmy, they talking about first I want to thank God nah. and all that. So y'all niggas is rolling by the Bible, right? Facts. So in the Bible, niggas, everybody got something wrong with them. Yeah. Everybody got some evil. There's evil and good. So how does the public approach this? Now I'm asking you too. Okay. How do you approach it as far as when that, because how do we differentiate if a person's a rapist, a person's a drug dealer, a person's a substance abuser? How do we say what's worse than the other? For me, for one, I hate to say, well, no, no, I don't hate to say this shit. I, I still listen to his music. Uh huh. Shit, I'm sorry. And like I always say, the people who be like, oh my God, I can't believe you still listen to his music. Well, you listen to. Whitney Houston still, right? You listen to Michael Jackson still, right? You listen to Mariah Carey James still, Brown. right? James Brown. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Beyonce, right? You listen and, to all and, these and the, uh, You listen to all these artists, but guess who wrote, write their songs? R. Kelly, 
well, as you say, Robert. Yeah, Robert. Yeah. He Robert's he's done. he's their writer. So are you still gonna listen? You know what I'm saying? So for me, do I condone what he did? No. He's that. And he's a piece of shit for that. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, he took advantage of young women. Young because kids. it's so funny though. Like when you say that, look how many verses we watched and niggas won't do their R. Kelly joints. And that's I think Fat yeah. Joe was, did. Fat Joe do we thugging? Nah. He didn't do we thugging nah. in the verses. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's crazy. Like so. Because of what the public they feel is gonna say, like yeah. this is already history. It's done. You know what I'm saying? How do you be like? You know what? I I can't. That was your record. That tape came out mm-hmm. way before a lot of those records. And then that ta- and that record was hard too. I'm just saying. I'm a flirt. Came out after the tape. Yeah. Uh, what was the other shit? A lot. Uh, a, a lot of he had a lot of records. Yeah. That came a lot out of after a that lot, yeah. A lot of musicians pulled their music from like all these places. Yeah. With him on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... I be looking for the Celine Dion arc. But that's funny. It's also funny when we talk about this topic. Uh-huh. Because I know a lot of niggas in the hood mm. that we know are pedophiles. Yep. And, and niggas still fuck. And niggas. I mean, I, I remember being in high school and niggas was pulling up to my high school bagging joints. Mm. And... Facts. You didn't, you didn't ostracize them out to society. You didn't tell them to leave Beacon. You didn't tell them to leave Newburgh. You didn't mm. stop them from making money somewhere and say they couldn't eat Kennedy's and they couldn't get gas and all these things all that shit. we do to the artists. And I'm not siding with and saying that it's all right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the consumers and the people that's out right now that judge everybody else's actions. Because it's like, you say this about this person, but what about your skeletons that we don't know? Like, mm-hmm. do you look at yourself the same way if that was to happen to you? That's, that's my thing. So it's like, how do we differentiate that what a person does in their personal life to their artistry they bring to the game. Same thing with the baby and what he's going through. And he just said something. That's yeah. what he just said something. He didn't yeah. even do nothing, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, he just said something. We got presidents that was calling niggas bitches and bigots, all types of niggas and all yeah. types of shit they done heard. And the, they talking about, oh, that's locker room talk. <laughs> and what about uh, Bill Cosby? Niggas was part of Henry Harvey Weinstein shit. Niggas was part of all these things that was happening and names was coming up, but they were still, they still in power. They still got businesses. They still got hotels down in AC and in, 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 in Vegas. Yep. You know what I mean? Like niggas well, is still supporting them shits. Niggas is still watching. What movie you said that uh, he did? A Rush lot of Hour. Movies Rush he did. Hour. Yeah, it's a lot of movies he did. Yeah. still come on. Like, yeah, to answer your question, like, like I said, I, I, like I said, I don't condone what he did, but he's great, a great musician, yeah. and I don't, I separate that. Like, I'm not thinking about oh, he was doing this when he's you know making his music or whatever. Like he did what he did. Like I said, yeah. it was wrong, but I'm still. Listening. I just, fi- I just find it funny how he's ostracized the, from this, how society picks and chooses who they want who they want yeah they want to cancel out for what whatever reasons there is because i'm because to be honest like if you look at it like if you look at it from a real point of view all right and you know i i I blame i I look at a a lot of people are to blame in in that situation what the parents yeah the parents a a lot of people people they said he was um the music industry and 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 like his teenage years he was uh like, I don't know if he was molested, but, like, he was, like, well, you know. I mean, that's always, but, see, that's where the mental health people come in, and they know that already. Yeah. Like, and these are 
uh, things that most likely happen to somebody that becomes a predator or mm-hmm. that, that becomes like a serial killer or all that shit. Like they all had something happen to them when they were a young kid, whether being abused, sexually abused, whatever, whatever. And somebody didn't help them. So that's why they choose to use that power as they get older to do the same shit that people were doing to them. Did you watch the R. Kelly uh, story? I only watched the first two. I, I watched the first one. Because they talk about it. I think either his brother or his best friend. They I actually. Was, I think it was brother. His, they he, they talk about how he was abused. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, stuff. I, it's not an excuse. But. I know you could say that about anybody, like anybody that's done wrong. Like that's what we're gonna go to the whole prison system and say what happened to them and why they do this and do that. I mean, at the end of the day, we do get old enough to make decisions as men and women. Yeah, to, that we know are right and wrong. You feel what I'm saying? So we got to be on top of that, but. Yeah, I just think that's a great topic of like that a lot of people don't bring to the forefront. Like they just a lot of people just, scared. They rather bring just, it. They rather just cancel them out. Like fuck it, we ain't playing that nigga no more. Da da da. But I know in the cut you got them shit still. You didn't go through your phone and erase every R. Kelly song. You're lying. <laughs> that's a fact. You're lying. Because <laughs> you have to do a lot of erasing. Y'all niggas still got fucking you tonight in your phone with yes. Biggie. Man, yes. that's a fact. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still got, I believe I can fly. You still got a lot of the records, yo. You know what I'm saying? So, nah. I mean, that shit is in Space Jam. I haven't yep. seen a, the original Space Jam is on a lot of these motherfucking uh, networks that they have like now on demand and streaming shit. services. Yeah. I haven't peeped if that song comes on still in the movie. I haven't, well, I haven't checked peeped it. it I haven't checked yeah. it. I still listen to it, but you know, but. R. Kelly is a piece of shit for doing what he did. We're not saying that he's not. I'm yeah. not saying that he's not. I was just speaking on the public of how we pick and choose how we uh, right and wrong and how we want to yeah, yeah, basically yeah. act upon it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so that was that. But yeah. uh, let's get into this verses that we seen last week. Yeah. Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. And that, I... What you feel about that? At first, when we was gonna speak on this the first time, I had a different insight on it. I watched it twice. Now I I went back and watched it. I went back and watched it, and theirs was more. It was entertaining. It was. No, I, it I, was. I, I give it that. I feel I, like Joe was getting it, a little salty. It was. I would say it was probably one of the verses with the most hit records. Oh, that's a fact. I think where to where, not like. Like club hit records or, or or like where it was a different type of hit record. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. it wasn't the same type of music. Like it was two different artists going at each other this time. You know, I felt like uh, it was kind of like like watching Snoop and, and DMX's was a little different because it was like a vibe. It was like more their interview was more than the music part. Mm-hmm. Like them talking and shit was to me like and that was a different aspect of the live shit. You know, when I go back and look at it like. I still, I still feel like some of it was premeditated. Which one? The Fat Joe and the Jaru. Fat Joe. I feel like they practiced the whole shit. Well, yeah, no, Remy, Remy yeah. and Fat Joe were were um both seen. Sides. Well, I didn't see Jaru, but I know Remy and Fat Joe was out there. I think they practiced whatever. And I don't think Versus should have a practice. You can't, you can't have a practice. But now it's such a fucking visual fucking big concert, big, big concert now. I think you can't you can't practice that. That's kind of corny. Mm. Like that's like that's like going to a DJ battle knowing each other's records. Yeah. Like nah. Well, hold on though. That's why. In not in Jaru's defense, but I think they both had their sets. But Jaru was switching up. 
Every time he heard Fat Joe, he was in the DJ's ear like, let's go with this. Well, I think he knew, but I think they both were doing that compared to, because I no, felt like... Fat when, Joe maybe did it. I don't know. When, no, when, that that was Fat Joe's problem. They said that when you watch it, he uh-huh. a lot of his songs he was playing, it was like, bro, switch it up. No, there was the first round, what he did the first, first half. First 10? I would say like the first six. He tried to Jada him a little bit too much. And, and you got you, Jada. You can't do that. Jada was the first. It was the first versus outside, outside. Like that. Like when I went back and watched that again the other day, bro, it's just different. It's, I watched that like the 10 Jada times shit. Already. Like just Jada. I watched that like, like ten times already. The stage, yeah. everything is just a different ring. energy. It was, feel, yeah. it was a different energy. So watching this one, I loved Fat Joe's comeback. When he did the oh his bottom ten the, the, I, he was no, swinging no but the, when he, when they did I shot you that was fire okay yeah, he was yeah, like, so was, who the fuck you think you yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to and he's kinda, getting in his face yeah, I kind of yeah. felt like that was kind of set up though like where Ja Rule was talking shit on purpose and then he knew that record was coming because Ja Rule's reaction to the dropping and the timing of it was just, it was too just perfect. so perfect it was too perfect like okay. I just felt like like if I'm watching it like certain things you just could tell like. With Jada and them, you could tell because it was Ra Ra still going on. He's like, nah, wait a minute, wait, no, no, yeah, chill. Yeah, like yeah. you could tell they just seen each other for the first time. And you could tell when Remy came out, when her and Joe was performing, they was just like it was just like all like stage. Like yeah. they already practiced that shit. The way they was coming at Jada, like, mm, bitch, when when they was yeah. playing the pun and shit. So who you um in the in so in the battle, who you felt one or whatever you want to say, or who I, you feel like came out on top? I think, see, me personally, because I okay. like Fat Joe's records better. Okay. Like, if I look at the list of records, yep. I list, I'm i listening to Fat Joe's more. So when I heard Fat Joe's records, uh-huh. th- there was some I would have never played. But I like his records better than I like Ja, ja Rule's, Rule's records. records. And I like Ja Rule to a certain extent. Yeah. But a lot of those records just... Ain't my feel Okay And nothing against it But in a battle That's how I look at a battle Cause it's like I could see an MC over here And an MC over here This MC over here Could be nicer And you feel like But if I felt like His punchlines was better mm-hmm. Even though people think You better I'm gonna go with the person That punchlines hit better To me So you feel like Fat Joe I felt took that like, I felt like Fat Joe Took that part So it was too It was too like It's two things I look at in a battle Like you know what I mean? It's 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 of course in verses you got to look at it different because it's like we know all the records already, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's you're not, saying you're not, something we new. never heard yeah, before. Yeah. So in a sense, it's like is what you like better. That's one thing for one because if, yeah. if you don't like another artist, I don't care what you say, you're always gonna say the artist you like one. Because that's most people with the Keisha Cole and the Ashanti joint. If they Ashanti fan, there's no way you're gonna tell them that Keisha, Keisha Cole, Cole beat her in yeah. the verses. Or that her records are better. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of people where you come to Fat Joe and Ja Rule, there's a lot of people that like Fat Joe more than Ja Rule. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of different where you had Dipset and Jade Jade, uh, in the lives. I hate to say it like that. My bad. Don't disrespect the LOX. But when you look at them, they're very evenly cut as far as like when they came in, the type of group wise, like just just where they got, we know who the monster is, but it was just lyrically boom. You just got out barred on stage with shit that people didn't know you was bringing. And Mm. everything fat Joe and job brought, we knew they was bringing. We knew they was bringing. There was a couple of songs where like they switched up the beat too, but it was still old. Yeah. Josh slept in the second half. Oh yeah. Nah, nah. Yo, Fat Joe, like I, like I said, I watched it again. And Mm -hmm. when I watched it again, I'm like, whoa, it was closer than what I had 
when I first watched it. Uh-huh. When I first watched it, I'm like, oh, Ja crushed this nigga like crazy. But when he went to go change, put on that Cleveland Brown gear or whatever yeah. you want to call that shit. Oh, or uh, Louis like, Vuitton. Yeah, he put the Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton Lum Lum on. That yeah. was like the Columbia When he put that shit joint. on, like he got in his bag. Yeah, I'm, I got to get me a Columbia second half, I had, I had it was maybe like 5'5", five, 6'5", five, five, Fat Joe. Because uh-huh. Ja Rule threw a lot of duds in their second half. Even yeah, though he yeah. came with Ashanti and that I whatever. Front, Fat Joe, that, that Chris Brown joint saved you a lot. Yeah, he did. did. He <laughs> but, then, but then what made it even more slicker was Ja Rule singing the, the hook for, yeah. for Fat Joe. It yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, they staged that. Like, they rehearsed yeah, that that's shit. Said, yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, yo, yo sing this for show. me or whatever. But for me, I had, when we first talked about it uh, two weeks ago, I had uh-huh. uh, Fat Joe. Crushing this nigga But Watching it the first time I had Ja Rule Smacking this nigga But then re-watching it It was closer It was, closer I, I, it was like 13 8 thir- I mean pause 13 7 12 yeah. 12 8 type shit And that day I happened to be cooking So I was like Very in and out Like yeah, yeah, my yeah. phone had to charge You know versus Be killing your battery She so definitely did I, I, <laughs> That shit word, be wet. Like if you ain't somewhere Where that shit plugged in all day And you come home to watch versus Like you already gotta wait An hour and a half For the for show the to, shit start. to start yeah. You know what I'm saying So by the time, I'm like, I got to keep it on the charger. So I'm in and out, playing it mad loud. So I hear it from room to room. So I miss certain joints. So I was like, I got to go back to see. Because, like, to me, it's important how you come off, pause a record. Yeah. How you respond to a record. Uh-huh. Then what you come back with. Like, it's not really, as as much as you say it's, like, record for record. Yeah. It, it's really how you respond to the record that's played before you. That's why I would always want to go first. You got to go first. And I feel like, the, like I said before, the first half, Ja Rule was switching, switching everything up, obviously, because he's going second. So he's hearing what Fat Joe's yeah. playing. So he's like, hmm, Fat Joe's second half was switching up what he what he had because he was in the DJ air like, nah, we're going to play this. Yeah, gonna play I felt this. like Fat missed a lot of records, too. Yeah, he did. Like I don't know why he didn't play them, but I think... Or that even that order, like I, he should have switched. See, this is why, this is why, like, beef is whack. That's why beef is whack. Like beef and rip and rap, hip hop is whack. Yeah. Because you know what people do when they beef? They be like, fuck that record. I can't get this nigga no shine that's on this record that I had beef with. What record you would have played? And Fat Joe had records where I feel with Cuban Link and them on it, he should have played. Like you you gotta play oh, Triz. He, he didn't you play, play he records. He didn't play Terror Squad yeah, like that. Yeah, you gotta play t- you got Terror Squad records. Yeah. That was hard. He it's that Bro. it's that anger Nigga, he has you had towards bet your man can't do it like that, like that can't or work still the middle. T- still telling play- lies to me. Yeah, he ain't I, play no Tony Sunshine. I, yeah, I, I gotta play those records in that battle. He gotta I'm play sorry. some Tony Sunshine. Yeah, like, got, like I felt like that was nothing against them. I know do, they got a lot right, of issues in the battle. Do you feel like it was whack for him to have Remy do some shit where sh- Job did that too? He didn't play a lot of records. He got with Murder Inc. Because he could have played a lot of records. I know that uh, Tom, Tom Murder was on, Black uh-huh. was on, and I know for, for a fact they not as cool as they, they used to, to be. And that's the fucked up part. So you know how Remy, he played big pun tracks, and yeah. he had Remy do her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have a problem I with mean, that? I that's, mean, that's, you got to play those, because you, you finally have a platform which, you know, when you look at legends like that, like Fat Joe or Ja Rule, and they have a person that has passed to the demise or whatever. yeah. You gotta play those kind of records at a versus. Just for just the for crowd. The respect just for the shit. crowd and the love. Like Remy killed that 
Big Pump yeah, verse. That That's hard. hard to say. Yeah, that was hard. His, his verse on that. Remy? We got to talk about that female rap shit again. Oh, like the Because her top records beat a lot of females' top records. Yeah, With her that. verses alone, yeah, yeah, because yeah. when I think of lyrical verses, yeah, like the only three lyrically that I can even say, well, I would say four: Rhapsody, Lauren Hill, Remy Ma, and Nicki. When I say lyrically, like that spit, those the four where I'm talking about they're on hit records, but Rhapsody really not on hit records that much. So the other three probably get above that. But you know the, what the difference between all four of them? I could bring Remy anywhere. I could oh, bring her right. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, I could yeah. bring her right into the jungle. Yeah, she she's from the she's from the battle rap. She was on the shit down when they was doing yeah. Fight Club first on yeah. uh, MTV. But all in all, it was a good it was a good verse. You know, even like I watched the recap. Yo, yeah. Listen, guys, if y'all don't watch Fat Joe's uh, recaps or even his uh, he has an Instagram live show too. Like yo, he's the funniest Shit, I, guy. I tell you, yeah. I tell you, if the, if the world think you lost, the best thing is to do is yo. to have dinner with Drake. Yo, <laughs> yeah. like yo. the same week. Yeah, like yeah, I'm about to get Drake in the building. And have yeah. Yeah. That shit, that's yo. just crazy. He, yo, Fat Joe's a, a funny dude, but um, I front all Khaled, all, that fucking crab was looking crazy, crazy. on the dinner table. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, all in all, good verses. Uh, no shit like that. But the new verses that they're they're talking about. So they want well pause. Jermaine Dupree was there at the verses. Uh, yeah. The Fat Joe and Ja Rule verses. Mm-hmm. And he was in the uh the blogs, comments, whatever you want to call it, calling out Diddy. Yeah. Diddy responded talking about short arms. Yeah, can't you box can't, with God. Yeah, can't box with God. Now Diddy Ooh, Diddy I, said that only person He said Dre. Would be Dr. Dre. Who would you all right? What is the better matchup? And who would you rather see? All right. That's a, to me, I watched some recently. I heard Jermaine Dupree talking. Mm-hmm. He made a great point. Okay. Jermaine Dupree is in the Hall of Fame of Writers. Oh, wow. I didn't know Not that. Not just a producer. Jermaine Dupree has wrote a lot of hit records. Okay. Now, the reason why Diddy can say what he's saying is because... Jermaine Dupri's records is hard to contest against Diddy's records. And why you say that? Because their impact, for one. Okay. Jermaine Dupri don't really have no hardcore shit. That's where he loses in a versus. Versus crowd is not for the soft niggas. I'm sorry. Okay, before you keep going, where would they do that versus? You got to do that in the A. And I was saying the A because they both was in the A before. But okay, so that's Jermaine Dupree's backyard. That is his backyard. But if you Diddy, that's what you got to do. If you saying somebody is can't fuck with you, you got to go to their territory. And okay, crush him. Got you. Okay, finish. Go ahead. What were you saying? Um, now Dr. Dre. Okay. That's that's why Dr. Dre is a better battle to me for Diddy is because they both got hardcore records. Like, mo- most likely, Diddy leaving a lot of that R&B shit at home in the verses. But there's a lot of Diddy R&B records that sound like hardcore beats. I've heard niggas freestyle over 112 beats on Hot 97. That's a fact. <laughs> Faith Evans beats. Like, they got beats. Mary J. That, Blige it's beats. It's over now. That they got they beats be. that have mm-hmm. a lot of rapping over them. Jermaine Dupri has a lot of R&B shit 
Period. Usher, Jacket Edge. When you think of his rap, who's his rap? What's the rappers he he got behind as far as production? Um, maybe Bow Wow, Criss Cross. A few Jay-Z records, like The Brat. What else? Like, mm. that don't compare to no Biggie, LOX, Black Rob, uh, Craig Mack. Mace. Mace. Like, nah, I don't compare. Okay, so... So you saying Diddy versus Dr. Dre will... Would, for you, would be a better battle. Yeah, hip-hop-wise. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I would rather see Diddy and... I feel like... <sighs> I get what you're saying about Dr. Dre and Diddy. Like, they'll uh-huh. go in the, 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 the same lane with uh-huh. the rap or whatever. Yep. But I just feel like for hip-hop overall, like crowd, everything, they'll want to see Jermaine and Puri. What they want to see East and, versus and, West? I know That's that a, that was like huge. But that down, beef was need... huge. Like you have to do that. Like to have that in the same room. Like, like I, that's why I said that in the record. I'm like, yo, that should be uh, that shit is like unbelievable. Like seeing Biggie versus Pac. I mean Biggie versus Pac in the verses on the same stage. Mm. Like imagine that. So like for me, the closest thing to that is Dr. Dre versus Diddy. Versus Diddy, East versus West. It's the closest West. thing. It's the closest thing you're going to get to that. Because one was fucking with Pac, one was That's fucking cl- with Biggie. closest thing you're going to get to that. And I don't even think Dre did a lot of Pac beats. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even say he, he didn't get that opportunity. But when I look at what he did for Snoop, what he yeah. did what he did for 50 Cent, oh, yeah, that shit yeah. is major. Eminem, all them, major. all them rappers. But, uh, okay. So, major. all right. If... If Dr. Dre went versus Diddy, who who would you have going in as favorite, and who would you have winning? Does your East Coast bias come out? I hate this question because I'm a, I'm such a fan of both, and I'm bad I'm bad boy for life, niggas. Know that. I'm sorry, I'm bad boy for life. But, it's bad boy for life. But production wise, see, this is where it gets it gets iffy for me. Like now, nah, I gotta say, I gotta go with Diddy. Diddy got uh, to me. Diddy got more longevity, production wise. Okay. And, but, I feel like Dr. Dre has produced some of the best pieces of hip hop albums himself. Mm. More than Diddy has. I can give you that. Like I don't think Diddy. I don't even think Diddy. Gets as far production wise without hearing the chronic. I think that's where the whole sound for Ready to Die came from. If you listen to the records, that shit came from the chronic and doggy style. Like, you could tell Biggie and them heard those two albums first and was like, we want beats like these because this is what's taking over hip hop worldwide. Okay. If we want it to work. Because if, yeah. I, if I hear the records I heard before that by Biggie are totally different. Mm if I listen to, uh, if you think about uh, Party and Bullshit, you think about the shit with Supercat, you think about those records, those are Biggie's first records. Uh, uh, the, um, what was the shit? The Mary J. Blige remix that he was on. That was a classic too. I ain't confront When that shit come on, the re- I think that's the You Remind Me remix. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of times too, for both of them, which is a great discussion, they had a lot of background niggas on those beats. It's not just them producing. And that's where it gets tricky. Dr. Oh, Dre okay. had a lot of niggas producing on his beats. Whether we talk about Scott Storch, uh, whatever, Alonzo, uh, Hitman, uh, Daz. It's a lot of people that was on Dr. Dre beats helping him with those beats. Mm-hmm. If you go to Diddy, it's a lot of people. You got the whole Hitman. You got Nasheen Merrick. You got motherfucking 
um, Easy Mo B, you got Chucky Thompson, you got these are people that are producers too that were all involved in these records. Brian Cox, so, Brian Cox, like so. How do you? I mean, Brian Cox does a lot with Jermaine Dupri too, Paul. So you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, he does. Wow. So that's where it gets tricky. Like, and I know Jermaine Dupri and Diddy, they're kind of from the same bag. Like as far as I think where they came from, they came in the game the same time. They both were dancers first. Mm -hmm. Like you heard Jermaine Dupri, I'll I'll dance your ass. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So it'll be dope to see them. I think I think theirs is more entertaining than the Dr. Dre one. But I think the the Dr. Dre one musically will be better. better. Got you, got you. Well, in the great words of our guy Fat Joe, Uh yesterday's price is not. (laughs) Today's <laughs> Facts. Yeah, that's, Facts. that's for sure. Yeah, I love that shit. That shit, <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> so that's the verses or whatever. Who uh, do you want to see? Like, I know we ask this every time we watch one, but we let's just keep it real short. Mm. Who would you like to see? Because we're running out of uh, legends. Damn. <laughs> nah, but you're, you're, you're... Right now? <sighs> I know you want to see your girl in one. Who, Mariah? Mariah Carey. You want to see her nah, in the verses. You don't want to see can't. her in the verses? I can't. Because okay. it has to be verse Whitney. Whitney not here. Okay. Gotcha. I, like, everybody compared, like, me and you go back and forth with Mariah and I Mary. Wanna see, I would like to see, I want to see Queen Latifah in one. Mm. Mm. I would like to verse see. Verse who? Lauren Hill. Mm. Jersey. <sighs> Do that shit right in Jersey. And they, and they both from Jersey. Queen Latifah versus Lauren Hill will be fire. What about uh? And Queen Latifah got joints, so don't sit here and we can't just act like Lauryn Hill got the, all the craziest records and they both singing rap. So it, it, it what fits. about um? Rihanna and Beyonce. Rihanna and Beyonce. That'll shut down the world. <laughs> That's a rap. That'll shut down the world. They yeah. gotta do that shit on top of the Eiffel Tower. This too, R and B. I would want to see Rihanna versus Beyonce. And we talked about it a few weeks ago. I told you, I feel like all over careers, Destiny's Child, everything, Beyonce got it. But if they just do solos, for me, my opinion, I feel like Rihanna got it. For me. This thing is wild. I'm not wild. And this thing is wild. Nah. Nigga, you wild. Nah. When I, now, let's be for real. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say that, what's a classic Rihanna album to you? Full album. The one thing I know, give me a classic Rihanna album. A classic Rihanna. I'm gonna tell you what where Rihanna has trouble with Beyonce. Rihanna really doesn't have a straight R&B album. This is where she kind of loses. Like Beyonce came in from the R&B soul part of the game. You know what I mean? Her Mm -hmm. first hit is with Wyclef. No, 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 no. You know. Rihanna comes in off a of more pop, reggae shit, and then trying to like make her cross gates and other because they didn't know what to do with her. Like they didn't know what yeah. to do after Ponder replay. Then what happened? You don't even know the next single. You just know she popped up with a whole bunch of niggas and holes. I and think shit. I think like, Good Girls Gone Bad was a classic. I think Rated R. Good Girls Gone Bad was a classic. A girl like me for this is the thing I say about. When I, when I always like, I, I know you you hate bringing up numbers you don't believe in that or whatever but when I bring up numbers Rihanna is this like I don't know you comparing that to Beyonce's numbers Rihanna's numbers yes okay. Rihanna's the the number one female what 
artist, fuck a female, YouTube viewer. That's YouTube. I ain't talking about YouTube. Anybody? She sold be. way more than Beyonce. I don't care about YouTube. You could say whatever. You and want and even with album sales, she sold way Nigga, has sold way more Logan than Beyonce. Logan Paul and these bum ass niggas got more views on YouTube than most of the world. Nah. What do you mean? I'm not shitting on Rihanna, so don't you know I'm a big Rihanna fan. So let's not. So, but like I said, that's my opinion for for the R and B. But I just asked you. You said the You said that I was just like classic albums. Like I don't think she can fuck with some of Beyonce. Beyonce got classic albums. I don't think so. What? Oh my god! I'm just keeping it a buck. This nigga. I don't. No, I'm not crazy. Like I love bit. I love Beyonce. My G. I, the I disrespect nah. to the queen, hold on. So hold on, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. So that that'll be like the, albums, my guy. That'll be the R and B matchup I would want to see. Now the rap. Beyonce is the most consistent R and B artist of all time. Most consistent R and B artist of all time. All time, bro. All time. No fall off, bro. Even when she go do a Lemonade album, there's no fall off. Everybody um, else had a fall off. Even Michael Jackson had a fall off. A fall, and he's the greatest uh, okay, artist of all time. But I'm saying R&B, she's the I, most I consistent. So. Nobody's as consistent as Beyonce. But but people make that like that because oh How? my god, it's Beyonce, Beyonce. And so she don't everything drop bad albums. they say that everybody. And this is what I be Go laughing ahead. with people when people uh-huh. say like when people be listening to a Beyonce album and they they and, automatically like crack off top. Oh my god, it's a classic. No, it's not. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. No, Everything she does is not. First of all, who you think is the best? Like she, to me, she can sing, but she's not a great singer. She can sing. She can sing, but she's not a great singer. Like a great but, singers, I'm talking about like the Whitney Houston. I understand, the, but it's hard to be a great singer and dancer at the same time. No, no, and, and I get that. That's where overall, that's, that's where she, performance and everything. But that's why it's hard to sit in her bubble. Most people, because not there's no other artist besides Tina Turner. That can do what she has done for the game. I, honestly. Mm. I mean, and that's why Michael Jackson and Chris Brown stand at a certain level where it's like, who do you bring against those two people? When you talk about who? being a great, I Michael said Michael Jackson. Jackson and Chris Brown. Like those Pretty two. Usher. Being able to dance and, and have hit records at their level. Usher. I understand Usher. With Chris Brown. But like we we, we, we seen that with me. Who was that? Me and Buddy did a, a versus Usher versus Chris Breezy, right? Or was that me and you? I never lost the verses. So. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out That's of here. That's the Crazy. <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, shit, man. Nah, but um, did, did, y'all, did, nah, y'all didn't do no Chris Brown. Yeah, we did yeah. Chris Breezy versus Usher. I didn't do it. And what you notice in that with Usher is very hard. You had Usher. Who? Who had Usher? He had Usher or you had? I think you no, had I Usher. No, I had Usher. Yeah. And you won. No, I, but I'm trying to tell you something what makes it so hard because even I won. I basically stayed in Chris in Usher's two album bag. <laughs> and when yeah. I talk about consistency, yeah. Usher has probably dropped two, three albums in the past five, six, seven years. None of y'all really fuck with. Oh, I fuck with it. You fuck with Raymond versus Raymond? Yeah. Okay. It's not a bad album. I'm, I'm not saying, saying it's not this a like bad album. I'm talking about when if at that you, level you you, you 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 fuck with Chris <laughs> Brown's last album? It wasn't Who? all that. Which one? What was his last album? He been dropping uh, albums with rappers the past. Couple. Yeah, I know. I yeah. ain't heard a, a Chris Brown album in a minute. But, Indigo, right? Indigo. I think Indigo, maybe. I think it was Indigo. It was like fifty nah, songs. That shit fire. I don't know. Fifty songs. That shit fire. It's alright, but no, it's not like oh my, it's not like niggas be hating. No, that album got some joints on it. I don't. Crazy. I think Chris Brown maybe has Usher has more classic albums than Chris I, Brown. This is what I would do if I what 
Usher has more classic albums. His, than Chris Usher, I'll take Usher's I'll take first two albums. Oh, I take Confessions over all Chris Brown. But albums. I'll take all, Usher. All. I'll take Usher's first two albums versus any two Chris albums. Chris Brown albums. Eighty-seven oh five. Whatever. Eighty-seven oh one. Every set. Eighty-seven oh one. In college, I remember that. Eighty-seven oh one and yeah. Confessions. I'll take over any was, Chris Brown album. August seventh, nigga. And I'm more of a and I'm more of a Chris Brown fan than Usher. Oh, me too. But I. I See, but I, I know what. But that's why I said those two albums and in the verses, you only need twenty records. That's where why he beats him in a verses. But I'm saying why I don't think he's a better artist than Chris overall. Brown, overall, but why he because dances? of the, the consistency of the yeah. albums. Okay, just the music. Like I should got a lot of duds. I'm so sorry. the uh, so the rap one, I would I would see. I would pay to probably go see this shit. Would be Drake versus Wayne. Drake versus Wayne. Will be what would be your two? R and B, R and B and rap. R and B and rap. I would like to see one twelve versus Jodeci. Then we see one twelve in the battle though. Yeah, but I, I would like to see a real one. That wasn't a real one. I mean, I, if I think about like the group vibe, but I, I actually I want to see Boys to Men in a versus, like new edition. They Boys should to do Men? like either that or Boys to Men versus In Sync, like something like that. Flip it, flip the nah, game. Nah, nah. You have, if if in sync Backstreet has to be. Backstreet don't got enough. I'm sorry. They got they can they nah, got Backstreet can't sit in there for twenty. Yeah, they, they can. Backstreet cannot sit for twenty. I think they can. They can't sit for twenty. Yeah, they can. Nah, in sync got too much work. I'm not. I, I, listen, I'm just saying. I, no, sync, no strings attached is a classic. I'm telling everybody that I bought that album for my little brother. The Millennium is a classic. Fire. That shit is not. Yo, no strings attached is crazy. It, no, it's a hundred. Yeah, but the Millennium is, is a classic. I'm just saying, I they got twenty. Okay. Not their twenty may not be strong as in sync, which I don't think it is. But that'd be a crazy. That'd break it down. What about what about uh, Christina that, Aguilera, and Britney Spears? Uh, nah, I don't want to watch Britney on TV. Sorry. <laughs> oh baby, nah, baby. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I like her records, but nah. Nah, that's enough verses though. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what's up with versus uh, Fat Joe and Jaru did their thing. Yeah, congrats, or whatever. Dude. Congrats. Um, let's get into some NFL. So it's, it's about to be week three. So oh, the man. first two first two weeks, my team is zero and two. Your team is two and zero. The Giants is zero and two. The 49ers is two. Oh, we and know what we doing over here, baby. Nah, this nigga here. Uh, we live. We live. Yeah, the over here, baby. Here. My nigga Garoppolo is working. We out. We out I'm, here. Not gonna lie, I almost broke my TV yeah. last Thursday. <laughs> Giant, Giants, man. This nigga just dropped nigga. a touchdown. I almost smacked one of them niggas on Monday. Yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. Nah, it was Thursday. That was Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. That shit felt like Monday. Them niggas yeah. upset. I'm like, yo, bro. Yeah. Y'all yeah. making New York look bad. We already got the Jets out here doing doo-doo for years. But, you, but yeah. Giants is way too... That's that's what gets me upset about uh, the Giants. And this uh, is my thing. And Ums knows, like, I when they when they make it, I always try to support the Giants. That's my man's team. Like, I'm not a hater of the Giants because they're from New York. I understand they got chips. I give a lot of respect to Eli for what he did. You know, uh, nigga Cal, what they what they all did, the whole crew over there, straight hand, all that. I, I fucks with that <laughs> shit. But your turnaround is like, the, and they had have talent in the past couple years. Yeah, they're not like trash, trash. Well, Saquon got hurt last. And especially in that fucking division. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like, them niggas. The NFC East is trash. <laughs> Cowboys, trash. Philly is real, real trash. Well, I don't. Yeah, trash. <laughs> Redskins, fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. We should have won. And fucking. Oh my God, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, we 0 2. 
Um, any team surprise you the first two weeks so far? Are you like, wow? Buffalo. But remember, I said that at the beginning when we talked they about they lost NFL. to Pittsburgh. No, no, I'm week just one. saying, no, but they still played. They're still playing at a high level to me. You can okay. lose, you can lose and still play at a high level. Yeah, um, true. I feel I feel they're I feel I feel like they got they got some going. They, who they smacked um, up week two? They smacked up somebody last yeah, week. They they was doing work. Um, who else um, surprised me? I would say. Ugh. How about that Chiefs Ravens? Like I told you, the Ravens. You see what happened this week. I, and mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing about Lamar Jackson when you have a player like that. It's hard to do that every night. You can't do yeah. it every night. Niggas is gonna nigga, if you the man and it's like you the only man, yeah. It's easier to shut your shit down yeah. if you play in a good defense. Nigga, mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, oh nah, you gonna throw that rock. Yeah. You ain't gonna be running on <laughs> You gonna get your ass cracked and you gonna be on the sideline like RG three somewhere. So you don't wanna do that. But at the same time, that was my pick for the chip. I got the Ravens. You I, did? I, yeah, yeah, I picked yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like last week they looked like he, they, yeah. he was balling. I ain't even going to lie. Balling. That game was just. He was balling. That shit was crazy. And then, oh, how about that bad man? Aaron Rodgers came back week two. Yeah. Yo, the refs was doing a lot of bullshit in that game. That's a fact. The, but, ref, the refs want me but, money. But, yeah, but what's the name? My Y'all pickums. Fucking. Yeah, baby. Uh, Goofy. Jared Goofy. You threw oh, that Goff. game away. Thank you, Jared Goff. Yeah. I needed you to that do that. That nigga named Goofy all year. I came in first place in my pick em league. That nigga, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bro, he was... I'm like, yo, just throw the ball out of bounds, nigga. What you doing? Just throw it out of bounds. <laughs> what are you, if you ain't running the run, nigga, just throw it out of bounds. Yeah, he... Because you going to get hit. That's the only thing. Like, mm, um, Yeah, so that's first two weeks we cap. Now... Don't talk about fantasy. I don't fantasy. Even talk about that shit. Yeah. We um our league with That's Mike, we 0-2. But we 0-2, but on a pot not a positive, but on a good thing is the good thing. Around. It could turn around, but also we also have Odell who's coming back from his injury from last year. Jarvis Landry got hurt, so Odell's gonna, you know, step up bigger in that role. And then we got Saquon, who is starting to get more and more touches coming back off of ACL uh-huh. injury last year. So yeah. he and the Giants, they need him. So I feel like we got Pat Mahomes still, Adam Thielen. Mm. We got, We're going to turn mean, around. I, I hope. We're going to turn around. And then. I have faith. Uh, who made me lose? Oh, Lamar. Like, even though Lamar Jackson and them won them two interceptions. Cost me in uh, Ricky's league for buckets. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you for the, for that um for that victory. So I'm zero two in that fucking league, yeah, and I I'm zero two in this. I saw here anyway. All these all these kids, kids are sick. sick. Yeah, oh, damn. <laughs> corona. Nah, it ain't no Corona though. We yeah. we all took nah, it, we took nah, it to the playing. joint. Yeah. But um yeah. So <laughs> fan, fuck fantasy or whatever. Hopefully you know we come back next weekend. We we doing good. No, I'm guaranteeing a victory this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it now. Like I'm on it because I like I be trying to keep my hype, my my hopes low because you don't want to have a disappointment. So I ain't, I wasn't really paying attention to games. Oh, I'm glued this Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, a fucking fact. Ass. This Thursday too. I don't know who I'm playing. That's playing somebody this Thursday. But I'm watching uh, all y'all. Ca- niggas. Uh, Carolina versus. I'm praying for injuries and all that. Fuck y'all. Oh, niggas. this nigga. Let me knock on one. This nigga bugging. This nigga bugging. This nigga bugging. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> Houston versus um, the Panthers or whatever this uh, Thursday. Okay. Panthers gonna get that. But okay, so a new segment on this show I want to call. 
It's going to be called Easy Money 3-Pack Pick by the Spread. So it's week three in the NFL, and from here on out, we're going to do a segment called... <laughs> this thing sound like Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Go we're going to do a segment called Easy Money 3-Pack Pick by the Spread. So I'm going to give you the three games that... that... like some shit I used to sell. <laughs> so I'm going to give you three games <laughs> that I want you to pick by the spread. Okay, that's a fact. That I feel like the three games are going to be like the biggest games of the week. So the first game we have the Chargers at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus six and a half. Chiefs. So you think that they're going to win by more than yeah, six more and than a half? Six. Yeah, I got and the a Chiefs. Half. Yep. So the, why? Chargers is nice. I didn't say the Chargers is trash. Um, Where are they playing at? Kansas City. Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chiefs. And I think, nigga, homeboy ain't even catch his groove groove yet. Like, he been, I, I feel like, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I think a lot of people don't pay attention to that, but because I noticed this with, <clears throat> excuse me, I noticed this with LeBron at times. I I, I noticed this with Steph Curry at times. Mm-hmm. When you play full seasons back to back, it's hard to come back into the season interested. You talking about my homeboy? Yeah, yeah. He's been in the chip two years back to back. Mm-hmm. And could have went so, three years. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he was in the NFC uh, AFC AFC championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you just one game away from the same fucking game. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think when that happens, a lot of people don't understand that because you don't you don't have the same energy towards it because you go through the emotions. emotions. Like the yeah. first time, yeah, it's like, oh shit, we in the chip, boom, wah wah wah. Then you win the chip. You know, you do the celebration, woo woo. Then it's the next year. You come back. You go to the chip. Don't win. Then it's like, ah, fuck it. We already got one. Then you start the season off. You're like, ah, well, we already know what we can do versus these bum-ass niggas. Yeah. I don't even, even got to go 80 on you. I can give niggas 75. When you that nice, you could go 75 and beat these niggas that ain't on your level. I mean, that's true. I and that. I feel like with my homeboy... He goes gradually. He gets better and better as the season, season goes. Go. Like he you gets ain't his line with that. Kind of like Steph Curry does the same shit. Yeah. Steph Curry comes in a little ice cold, but I think this is gonna be a different year for Steph Curry. I, not to go into basketball, but this is this is an MVP championship year. But yeah, go ahead. Anyway. Okay, uh-huh. that's game one. Now, to me, this will be the game of the of the week. It's Buccaneers at the Rams. Just found out today. Ooh. Before you answer, yeah. Antonio Brown is out with COVID. On the COVID list. So, Buccaneers at the Rams, and the spread is minus one and a half Buccaneers. They got the Buccaneers' favorite one and a half. Buccaneers' favorite one and a half. And they're out here in in SoFi Stadium. And they in SoFi. Last year, Rams went to Tampa and smacked them. No, no, and I know know that. uh, This is uh, Brady's bad week. Uh, Did he got one dud? this This is bad week right here. He came in fresh. You know, that's like... That's like if you ain't got the pink horsepower, and, and you've been going in for years. Yeah, yeah. You got like four two good nuts in you. Then that shit, that Let's shit blanket. <laughs> you got some powder puffs. So yeah, I think the I, I take the Rams in this one. Take the Rams now. Also, like let's let's just go back to the first game real quick. The Chargers versus the Chiefs. Like, uh-huh. even though we're picking by the spreads, guys, if you want to say you got the Chiefs. And Chiefs with the spread. If you want to say you think the Chiefs, like say you say you wanted to pick the Chargers, 
Say you think the Chargers will cover, the Chiefs will win, but the Chargers will cover. You could also say that. I know, but I'm picking straight cover. Straight you co- said cover. That's, yeah. the, that's okay. the topic. Okay. Say you them said on. cover. You said cover. Okay, so the last game, I, I don't need your biasness in this. Oh, it's my boys. I seen I it too. I don't need your bias. I seen it. This is the, the second best game uh-huh. I feel like of the week. Um, a lot of people will say the Cowboys and Eagles fucked them both teams, but um, Packers at the 49ers, The Packers are minus uh, three and a half. I hate this game because we only play good versus Green Bay. I feel in the playoffs. <laughs> That's a fact. I feel like we always got Aaron Rodgers' key, his his card in the playoffs. Well, in this but, yeah, no, in this instance, you can say, oh, Forty well, Nineers, I think gonna win, but you said Packers three, are gonna, three and a half. Three and a half. Packers are gonna cover. Nah, we win it by six. Niners. So you got the I Niners and the, the points. I take the Niners. Okay, so let's recap that real quick. You got the Chiefs. Front that nigga Adam Jones scared me, <laughs> but I think we're gonna crush his ass this week. Okay, so you got the Chiefs minus six and a half. You got the uh, Rams plus one and a half, and you got the uh, 49ers minus three and a half. Those are your picks. Yes. Okay, so from here on out, every week, what we're gonna do is we're gonna post it, and we're gonna keep track of your picks. So, okay, keep track of my picks. So. Everyone, I'm right. You got to take three shots on the show. Why well, got to be three shots? How about for every, every? No, and if when I'm wrong, I got to take shots. Why so we gonna, why everyone, we, let's do push-ups. That ain't that ain't good for the show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do that already. Like okay, uh, this is the only, nah, only time I nah, drink three, during the week. Three, nah, three shots. I don't know about that. Um, I mean, because it's only three games, so it might be. Two okay, one, me, you talking about one? Like if one I, shot if a I game, wrong. one one shot per game. Yeah. So whenever. Oh, I'm wrong, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you games. meant like three oh, shots so that's per I mean, game. Only three shots. Where okay, I can get two. Okay, 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 okay. I if got I get you, all yeah. three right. You got to take three. You yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna post it. Let everybody see it. And I also want y'all everybody's feedback and. I want their opinions on who they if they feel like he's right or fuck y'all. <laughs> if they feel like he's wrong. <laughs> wrong. So right I'm now joking. we have he I'm has like the Chiefs winning minus six and a half, the Rams covering one point five plus one point five, and the Forty Niners uh, winning TC red and blue minus three point five. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna see. TC um, red and blue high nigga. So we're gonna do that every week. I'm gonna pick three games. This nigga here. Yeah. So. Um, Niggas don't know. Wait, you wanted to get into the uh, to the Shannon Sharp. So Shannon Sharp had a uh, has a podcast. The greatest. Uh, unk, my nigga. Unk. Big shout out to Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I got clap yeah. for Shannon Sharp. He, to me, Shannon Sharp is today's Arsenio Hall. Real facts of the of the of to me television. Oh wow! Arsenio Hall had it at a point where. And let's let's give Arsenio Hall some real flowers here. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody talks about Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall, I don't see him on Mad Podcasts. I don't see him being interviewed. I don't see him just being spoke about for his comedic value to a lot of these Eddie Murphy classics, right? Yeah. So for me, when I think of Shannon Sharp, because like Arsenio, and, and you know, Arsenio Hall was the first television. Uh, to have a host of a show to bring hip hop on the show. Yeah, the Arsenio Hall show. First, yeah, first time I ever. The show. First time I ever. I remember the show. So, he uh, broke a lot of artists. He broke a lot of mm-hmm. fashion statements. He broke a lot of shit. Um, Shannon Sharp, to me, what he's doing right now, and the best thing that he's doing is he's connecting with players that people are throwing away. Mm. That's one thing. 
And it's a lot of his guests. A lot of his, his guests are black. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a fact. I didn't see a white guest yet. Hmm. Oh yeah. Hmm. And I love how he interviews the niggas that people hate. Oh, that's a fact. That's the, and, 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 and that's that shows a lot about Shannon Sharp because his respect level, regardless of the show he's on, a lot of those TV shows that you see, ESPN, whatever, Fox, Stephen Sports. A. Smith, all that, a lot of these players that he interviews would never go on those shows because they know what niggas going to try to do to them on that show. True. The, shit they gonna, the questions they're going to try to ask them, whatever. Shannon Sharp, the way he delivers is Unk. just immaculate. So his podcast And he's funny as yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's funny. Oh, his his He's like his really sayings, your uncle, bro. Yeah, his sayings is crazy. So he has the uh podcast called uh Club Shay Shay. Uh-huh. And he you want to talk about his conversation with uh T.O. Let's talk yeah, about so it. Yeah, so at the beginning the beginning of this uh season, Terrell Owens. Beginning of, beginning of the VOR podcast season, I talked about how I'm very like player player. I represent the players. I always love the players. And I speak about the owners and this just even goes from being like an independent and in everything I've ever done. Like as far as musically business wise, I've always been a person that put my money down on myself and my team. Like I bet on myself a lot of times there was never really people that endorsed us, but we kind of like kicked down our own doors. Yep. Facts. When I look at a lot of NFL players and the way that, and not even just NFL, cause this going to, this, this is a great uh, segue into the next conversation for me that I think we should go into. Um, about how players are treated by owners. Mm. So when I hear T.O. tell me the world that, you know, when he got traded from Dallas, Jerry Jones invited him to dinner and put a line down the middle of the table on a piece of paper. He got traded to Dallas or no, from Dallas? From Dallas. To, uh, at this dinner with him, his agent, and whoever else was to there. Where did he go to? Philly? Hmm. I think so. Or Was he in Philly first or Dallas first? I think it might have been Dallas first. Nah, I think it, it was, was Philly, Philly first. Yeah, he went to the Philly Super Bowl. McNabb, yeah. yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, was that. so he's, he's, telling the, he's telling the story. He went to Buffalo, I think. He's telling the story about how the nigga invited him to dinner and all okay. that. He thinks it's like he had just got a big like extension or whatever, whatever. I don't know. And Not in Dallas. From, in, in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. In Dallas. Okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So they, they bringing him to dinner or whatever. So he's thinking everything about to be good. Yeah. He's like, the nigga draws a line down the middle of the table with a piece of paper or whatever. And he's like saying, well, you know, Dallas is over here, and this player is over here, and this, that. <laughs> then over here is Terrell, it's you. Uh-huh. At the dinner. Like, brought him to, like, this immaculate spot. Whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you know, everything we're doing over here, but you're doing this over here. Uh-huh. This is all leading up to him saying, like, you're going somewhere else. And y'all niggas that still way. fuck with Jerry Jones. Yep, that way. And then y'all here talking about this is America's team? Fucking cowgirls, them motherfuckers! I can't stand. I don't see how you could be a fan of the Cowboys. My dad, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, yo, pops. Like, what's your problem? Yo, when I see that nigga, pause. I don't even walk on with nigga. But who, when I see who? Jerry Jones, huh? I just see slave owner. <laughs> and that's like, a fact. Just his face, the way he moves, the the way he acts, the way he talks. I just see a nigga with mad bread that like looks at players like, yo, nigga, you a fucking horse. Well, you you seen when uh, when Kaepernick was mm-hmm. was was uh, kneeling or whatever, yeah. and you you know what he said? Oh, none of my players are kneeling. Like, who the fuck are you, nigga? That's, that shit's crazy. When you, when you even look and, at and, and the play, you know the players. Yes, boss. Yeah, yes, yes boss. boss. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. Up. That's fucked up to me. Like he I was think... one of the only owners that looked at his players and said, "None of y'all, none of y'all kneeling." Like we did. This is the Cowboys. 
Like, what? I, I, I ain't seeing no BLM nothing in none of these games. Like, that's the funny shit. And shit's still going on. Like, big shout out to the people in Haiti right now that's going through basically slave times right now. Mm-hmm. And they just had an earthquake, crazy, crazy, crazy earthquake too. It's crazy what's going on. Like, you know, it, it, it's just crazy. And to see, this just shows you how, and I know we live here, so it's hard to say like, well, how you going to say that when you live here? But nigga, I know a lot of niggas that got jobs that can't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. But that's true. This is where you got to get your check. This yep. is where you eat. Nine I five. understand that part sometimes. But at, at at what point do you really stand up and use your voice and really admit to the reality of the situation you're in? Like there's only but so much disrespect you can take in any situation you sit in. I don't especially hmm. every situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every and yeah, every any, situation, any and every. Nigga, yeah. Like this is any and every. So yeah. you can look at this any way you want to look at it. Yeah. Real talk. It, like, how long do you allow people to treat your people that way? It's like you can see something happen to a certain person. Like even with the Colin Kaepernick thing, and not to talk about that, but it's like you know, you you had a whole. We coming off the you whole, see shit. We're coming <laughs> off the whole thing with the NBA thing with yep. the ESPN and, and uh, Miss Nichols and all that. Like how oh, oh, Rachel, how yeah. these these organizations were using this narrative to like fuel their viewership. Mm-hmm. Now it's like forget about it. Yeah, it's not even. It's nothing now. It's not on the news. It's not nothing. You it's know, calm down. Y- y'all worried about a missing white girl in fucking Wyoming that's walking with some abusive nigga white boy. And, and y'all ain't even looking for black women that go missing every day. Spanish women that go missing every day. Y'all putting this on national news, though. Oh, the, uh, the, yeah, I seen that shit. This is where these conversations have to be held. Where and then people be like, well, you know, uh, you know, because it all it all goes back to the same place every time, which is slavery and yeah. how we came into this country. Niggas don't white people a lot of times don't give a fuck about niggas. Period. A fact. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love white people. Not saying all, yeah. but I'm saying when you look at these organizations, these big corporations, my bruh, I, this is what I see. So how am I going to think differently? The, the 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 law, the justice system, does it differently. That's a like. It's crazy. Bro, it's crazy. But <laughs> just putting Jerry Jones on the spot, that shit's some bullshit, bro. Yeah. You don't do that. Like, I would never. That's like bringing your girl out to the fanciest restaurant in the world to be like, yo, I'm fucking this other bitch. Mm. <laughs> what? Yeah. My nigga, like. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> that's crazy. Like, that's basically what you're doing. Yeah. And like, that's this embarrassment. Like. Nigga, tell me over the jack. Yeah, like, or don't tell me at all. Like this shit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Pac Man said he hung up on them niggas. Yeah, like yeah. niggas like. <laughs> yeah. He's like them niggas call me up. What, what? Um. Other than that, what other stuff did they talk about? Uh, they talked about they talked about a lot of his uh, history with relationships with other players. Okay. That people use as fuel to, and that's another thing too, when you're dealing with sports and media. A lot of times, and this goes to like just black men in general. Yeah. When we speak our voice in our mind, it's like, oh, he's hard to work with. Oh, he's the problem in the locker room. No, nigga, you's a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> That's what that is. Well, Tio got a lot, yeah, like, lot of bullshit for that. Like, yeah, the, nigga, he damn near no Hall of Fame for that shit. Yeah. Nigga, what? Are you serious? His numbers are stupid. Okay, so that's my next question. All-time receivers, 
Who's your top three? We, we said this question before. Repeat it. Who's your top three? Jerry. The GOAT, one. Who's two in your eyes? Tio or Nah, don't Randy. answer for me. No, I'm, I'm saying Tio or Randy. Randy Moss got to come second. He don't got to. It's up nah, to you. Me, he your opinion. Nah, Randy Moss is that nigga. I remember when motherfucking. Okay, no. Nah, I remember that one Madden, nigga. There was one Madden when, when he was on the uh, Vikings. Oh, uh, Moss and niggas, bro, nigga, that's a that's a that's a slang. Yeah, Moss that nigga. Yeah, they got Throw that shit up, nigga. Oh, you got <laughs> Moss. Monday Night Football. Uh, they got the segment. Segment. You got Moss. When, when you got shit like that, nah, you a great nigga. You a great. And the okay, only reason so why got... I can't put him over Jerry Chips. And <laughs> Jerry's just the goat. <laughs> that's just it, Chips. Okay, so um, um, so you got the goat one, Moss two, To three, or do you have another one? Another three. No, I didn't say T.O. is three. No, no, I'm saying, do you have T.O. three or do you have somebody else? Number Ah, three. Man, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Three? I got a different three, but I'll tell you. Ah, three? I ain't gonna lie. And I'm... (laughs) He was nasty to me. I loved him, even though his career was short. I loved Megatron. Megatron, Megatron, not saying mm. I'm not saying I'm just saying this when you, no, nah, yeah, he, you watch Hall a player, of Famer <laughs> when you watch a player that's unstoppable, like like an unstoppable player, like and I think when you're unstoppable, a lot of times in football you may not have the highest numbers. A lot of time, a lot of receivers with the highest numbers are on the best teams with a lot of other options, so it's easier for your talent to get a lot more receptions and yards. As a player, when you're on a team, like, if you think about Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith, and all them niggas, like, Brent Jones, like, I mean, not Brent Jones, I forget, who was they, um... Jay Novacek. Novacek. Like, you think about that squad, bruh. Nah, dude. That's a squad, bro. Hold on. That's a squad. That's a squad. It, it, Those it, Cowboys it, was serious. I ain't gonna lie. But... Go ahead. To your point, that's just like saying Michael Jordan wasn't... You're saying because you have a good squad. No, I said you it, shouldn't. It, no, I said a lot of. I said in the NFL. I didn't say in oh, the NFL. NBA. I said in the NFL when there's other options in that way because NFL defense is. I think it's more harder. Offense. No, but I think it's more harder if you got two, three, four good receivers, tight ends. I think it's harder. And if you still can ball out and get your numbers, that's greatness. Well, because uh, if you're only one well, person, yeah. like let's look at. Jerry Rice. Who was his second receiver in 49ers? Michael what was Taylor. Was he great? Michael Taylor was nice. He's Scottie Pippen, basically. Uh, and I a, think that's a little slight off. I don't think he was Scottie Pippen. What you mean? Look at Scottie he, Pippen's first numbers. Scottie Pippen, Pippen had great numbers. No, his numbers went skyrocket when Jordan Scott, left the see, team. See, Scottie Pippen was the top 50 greatest <laughs> players of all time. Of course, if Taylor you said next was to never, Jordan. You could... There's no way they couldn't give somebody else a top 50 player with Jordan. Just just the way that Jordan was, they're, they're, somebody got to be the nipple to the titty. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 hold on, listen. My whole I mean, thing is, listen, so yeah. I feel like if you if you a great player yep. and you have great players on your team and you still ball out and get great numbers, that's more harder than being a, a solo player on a team getting all... Russell Westbrook, the OKC without Durant. He's triple doubles out the ass. Who? Russell Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook is all, triple all doubles these, regardless. But all, he's getting all these numbers. Yep. He wasn't doing that with, with uh, Durant on the squad. 
With James Harden well, on the squad. That's why I said it's a different sport. I said NFL. I said I said in basketball it doesn't work the same. Let's go to basketball, NFL. You gotta, okay. You got to play both sides of the court. Okay. Let's go to NFL right now. Right to this day, right now. Okay. This year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. They got three great receivers on their squad. Okay. Now, now great receivers, but not in their prime. You can't say they're in who's their prime. Not in their prime. The only one who probably who's, is not Antonio in their... Brown. Antonio Brown is in his prime. No. And it, well, listen, before you Mike, uh, hold on, Mike listen. Evans is in his prime. No, bro, Mike, you know he's how... not in his prime though. Yes, I'm he just is. saying the niggas the most. Every time I book this nigga, he injured at week three. Nigga. Sitting out what? for a headache. Oh, nigga. Are you, nigga. You see his numbers every I, year? I'm not saying. I'm just He's in his prime. You. Okay. Antonio Brown's not in his prime. Okay. So who's the but three let, receivers let, 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 you talking about then? Them three. And th- and this is the thing. Antonio okay. Brown's not in his prime, but he's the best receiver out of them three. But it's a different game, too. You, we're talking about the then. NFL. Though. I know we're talking about the NFL. But listen, listen. Yeah, it's a more passing okay. league okay. with receivers. Yes. Now, what I'm saying is... Them three receivers is great. It's a more passing lead, but it's more fucking pass interference is called and get your yards up. I don't care up. about like, none of that. It's, it's I'm talking about numbers. That matters. I'm talking about numbers right okay, now. numbers. Go ahead. So, name listen, the top listen, three listen, receivers listen. last season. Then. Listen, name the listen. top three receivers. Hold on. I want you to do that. But listen, quick. listen. No, let me finish what I'm saying. There's, they have three great receivers. All right. Now, if they all get great numbers, I feel like that's harder than one receiver on one team having... 1,500 yards, and Antonio Brown gets 1,500 yards. Who has the better well, season? Well, we know that, and that's why I said Megatron, I put him on. That's why I said he's my three. But how? Who he had? Ever. He damn near had a good quarterback, if you really want to think about it. That's my point. I he know, was getting all that's the, how the balls I, thrown to him. That's why I have him so high. That's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, you're catching him now. Like, you're catching yeah, it on, on, on unbelievable defenses. You're being double-teamed. You're being, like, you're overcoming that. There's not a lot of players that overcome that. A lot of our top receivers in the league, there was somebody on the opposite side that was nice, too. So it's hard to it is hard to guard yeah. two. Because a defense is never as good as an offense. We know that. That's a fact. fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Unless if you're the 85 they, Bears they, they, or the, or the, or Ravens. the 2000 Ravens. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> half the time... You know what I mean? You're not going to have that happen. So that's why I said if you're on a team that has a lot of threats, it is. I think it's easier for you to get buckets play after play because who's going to guard who? Because the defense only usually, come on, cornerbacks don't even come that high. Like, they're not even that high on the fucking radar for even coming out of college. Like, to where there's you know. Few. I'm just saying there's a very few. But even look at the NFL draft. NFL drafts be trash compared to, like, NBA draft. Well, that's because there's about, a million players. I know, players a million play. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And, and then, Seven rounds. And then the skill to that one position is different. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Like, all you got to, in certain positions in the NFL, all you got to do is be strong, and you got you got a job. All you got to do is be big, and you got a job. Well, for receivers. Like, it's different yeah, no, in it's the different. NBA. You, gotta, you can't just be tall in the NBA, nigga. So, for like, what the fuck wrong receive, with your feet? Receivers, we have the first two the same. Jerry Rice, number one. Uh, Randy Moss number two, but my third is different, and it's not even T.O. Uh-huh. And I'm going against the grain here, but to me, it's Michael Irvin. I was gonna say Michael. Irvin. Like I watched, I watched him from. He the cocaine cowboy for real, but <laughs> he'll come know, and bust he, your he, ass. I as a motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, no disrespect, but, but, nah, nah. but I watched him from my, the University of Miami. Oh no, Beast winning ball. chips. 
to come into the Cowboys. And to me, he was the best out of the top, the big three they had. He was the best out of all three of them. He was the they, his nickname suited him well, the playmaker, and his career got ended short. So I feel like to me, my three would be Jerry Rice one, two would be Randy Moss, three would be Michael Irvin, and four would be I'll put mm, To over uh, Megatron. Megatron. Okay, but that's just that's just me. You can give a go, but yeah, that's the. Uh, I think if Megatron was on another team, he he'd probably be one of the best receivers ever. But he had a great quarterback. Matt no, Stafford's I said, a beast. I said team. Oh, team. You team said who? Wise. Matt Stafford's a beast. You see what he doing Bruh, now? Listen, you, nigga. Matt Stafford's a beast, God. I, I wish I could say what I want to compare it to, but I'm not going to compare it to. Cause say it, nigga. No, no, what the no, fuck you mean? No, no. Cause I, mean? I ain't got the thought yet, but I know oh. what I want to say. <laughs> yes, nigga, nigga I got fried. the thought, but I, I, no, 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 I know it's what I want to say. But it's like, Matthew Stafford, like, he... Well, he's he, a great he, quarterback. No, no, you, you say he's a great quarterback, but yeah. he like that shorty. But but see, no, no, no. Compa- he, he's no, like no, no, the shorty no, 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 that no, no, was no, no, bad no. in high school, but you, you, still ain't got a man. No, no, no. See, you're he still ain't got a chip. You're basing he still this, hasn't been to one. You're basing this on his bum ass team. Let's let's see, let, 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 you let's, are a quarterback. Let, you are you are the team. No, no, you're not. It's a 53-man roster, bro. It's different than NBA. NBA, one player can control a whole fucking Matthew team. Matthew Stafford better than Eli Manning? That's a fact, yeah. Brad, keep it down. Oh, oh I'm bugging. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You're going to edit it. You're going to edit it. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Matthew's, Matt, I'm, I love Eli Manning. Eli Manning is a, a two-time. Matthew Stafford better than him? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Like I love Eli, but I'm a realist. I, I what's what's real about that? I'm I'm being I'm being what I'm not biased. I'm not being biased. I'm being real. Matthew Stafford bro, you, is a you I want I want you long. wait wait listen listen listen. I want you to Bro, you cannot be in the league this long. It's Detroit Lions. They're trash. They're organization. It's harder to build a 53 man roster organization than an NBA. Let's not compare NBA to NFL. It's I don't totally care if it was Lionel it's Richie, totally, nigga. It's totally <laughs> different, bro. Let's let, okay. I want you to let, let let's let this year uh, yep. go by and then let's see oh cuz everything was always about Matt Stafford, his organization. Doesn't have a, t- a team. He had Megatron. Be- he never had a running back and he never had a defense. He but, had no best was nice. He got injured second come game. On, man. He was fi- he was fired. Let's, let's stop. You know he was let's fired. Let's stop. That but this year, what, what does he have this year? He has receivers, and he has a defense. So what you calling? Huh? What you calling it since he's so big money? What you calling right now for the Rams? The Rams are going to the... To the what? NFC Championship. NFC Championship. That's a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Remember that, folks. Remember that. And Live and I'll direct from the VOR podcast. From I'll tell you this. If, if, <laughs> if, if the Rams don't make it, I'm not saying they're going to win the what NFC Championship. What if they don't make the playoffs? Bro. Stop. They're gonna That's a fact. Right now, if you look at this division we in, baby. Stop. They might not even make the playoffs. Bro, they're n- they're number one in their division. Stop. Hold on. You're not no, they're not better than the Rams. Yes. No. Yes. You're not better than Yes. Them. Listen. Never if better the Rams don't Never. make it to at least the conference finals on this show live, I would do five hundred push ups. Well, this nigga lying and flying at the same time. Nah, <laughs> I don't know how to fly and 
Never lie. Slow as the guard. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. All right. I hold you to it. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I said it first. We can can record. Yeah. You might as well go throw that down in Vegas. What? That bet. I will. Go put a hundred on the Rams going to the chip. Then man, their their odds is 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 weak. You're not gonna win well, no money. You're gonna win something. So if I it, might it win my matter. money back. Yeah. It might be, uh, maybe. or I might. I don't think nah. it's gonna be that high. It it, it, it will. Anyway, yeah, right. the Rams. But uh, nah. Shout out to uh, Damn, um, Terrell Owens that brought us T-O. on that tangent. Shay Shaw. Oh Shay Shay. So yeah. I just found out today. Well, we just found out today. Um. Let's talk about a little bit NBA real quick, real quick. Yeah. Ben Simmons does not want to step foot <laughs> in Philadelphia anymore. Right, he see. said, hitting this, hold up. Yeah. He still has four years left on his contract, which yeah. is crazy. A hundred and like they said, like 30 million, 40 million. But <laughs> he said he don't care if he get traded to the Sacramento Kings or the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's either. not stepping foot back in Philly. So I'll tell you this. This is my thing. Totally disrespectful what they're doing to Ben Simmons over there in Philly. Big shout out to my Philly niggas out there. What up, what up, what up? Shaw Starks, what up? Um, bruh, you can't do that to somebody that, when we, let's be honest. What's up? You look at the Philadelphia organization. They was on the down, down for a long time after AI left. Oh, yeah, facts. Down, down, down. Real down. Bottom down. Him and MB came there. Uh-huh. And, and what, shout what, out, hold what on. Is, what is it called? Before, before you keep going, shout out to my man Elton Brand, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, for he's sure. In, he's in their organization yeah, 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 yeah. holding it down. Skill, what up? What up, what up? You know, what Peaky Wood. Peaky so, Wood. <laughs> when you look at that, right, you look at that, uh-huh. and you see how they're treating him. Now, to me, Ben Simmons has made the all-star team almost every season. This is a rookie of the year player. Now, it's like you're targeting him off of free throws and not being able to shoot. Like, okay. That's honest truth. Real big though. But now, if you, now, if you look at the NBA in general, like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a lot of niggas shooting. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. A lot of niggas shooting. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas got bad shooting percentages. Okay. True facts. To me, a person like Ben Simmons on my squad, I'll be honest, that body alone, Pass the ball, nigga, and play D. That's all I need from you. But the Sixers you don't got, want that. That's why he can even come to GS. Come to Golden State with Gucci. Gucci. The way they run them screens, that body on the wing with Drake, it's a wrap. Chip automatically. But the only way he would go to go to, well, he would. Trey Wiggins. No. We don't need Wiggins. No. I don't mean to Fill say Wiggins, but. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you. I do yeah, fuck with every other, because, every other team. Because you I fuck call, with. no, you know what? Because well, I call, I called that. I called their their legacy. I called the that Golden State only way Golden not Golden State. Only way Philadelphia would do something like that. Uh-huh. They want Draymond Green in the trade. With that, with nah, Draymond you, Green, you listen, listen, Draymond. Draymond Green. No, I'm just saying, Philadelphia will want Draymond Green, Wiggins, and three first round picks. That's crazy. No, you can't do that <laughs> if you you saying the player ain't shit. How the fuck you can't sell shit. If oh no, mean, no no listen listen, mean, no, 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 listen, 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 no, no, listen, 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 listen. Philly's backtracked. I don't know if you've been seeing it okay, lately. What's their backtrack? Their backtrack was like, well, Doc they Rivers. They won't keep him now. Doc Rivers on ESPN today sucking dick. Oh, put his foot in his mouth now. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. We we want him. That's why he need to sit his old reclining hairline ass down and stop trying to be a GM and a coach. That's his problem. Well, he ain't a GM no more. That's his problem. They took that away from that him. That happened him the clip. That's, uh-huh. that's the problem. Uh-huh. Sit your ass down and just coach. <laughs> so Stop trying to be Jerry Philly's, Jones. Philly's backtracking. Yeah. They, they want him. They're not trying to trade him. Uh-huh. But Ben Simmons says he's not stepping foot in Philadelphia again. His teammates, which he's cool with, uh-huh. said, telling him to come to Philly to, to, to visit, whatever. And he's telling them, nah, you come come to Malibu. I'm out here. Yeah, I mean, so he does not want to. And I know, and you know, and I know, because we, you know, we be in the Philly area once in a while. Them fans is loyal and dedicated. They might. They might exile them, them that nigga. Niggas they went, they booed Kobe Bryant. Them niggas before. Went, them niggas win the chip and tear the city up. Them niggas like the only niggas. Them niggas the only fans that yo. This is the crazy shit about yo. Hold on. This is the crazy shit about Philadelphia. The Philadelphia. E- e- we're gonna talk about the Eagles. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles is the only stadium I know that has a fucking jail and a fucking courtroom in the basement. In the basement. Nigga. That's how crazy their fans Them are. Them niggas want to chip and tore the city up like somebody got killed by police. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, like, I get it. You with a chip, you go crazy, but damn. So, oh, you already man. know the Philly fans right now are talking about, Slime fuck you. They're, they're, if I was Ben Simmons, I wouldn't want to come there either. Shit. But you gotta, you gotta yeah, that's terrible. And that's why I say, this is why I say I, I always... Shit, they booed stick, fucking McNabb. I stick with players all the time because players get the disrespect of all time. And the funny shit is that as fans, mm-hmm. you fans out there that's crazy and act like these niggas is y'all bitches and y'all own them and they like your fucking crib and your kids. <laughs> y'all need to chill because these people are human beings too. So like when you just be hopping out the window, like this, no, this, you, you, these, these athletes got families. Bro, this nigga gets, he makes the all-star team every year. How's he that trash? His defense is top top three. Y'all made the playoffs every year he's been there. How's he that trash? His, I've never I've never his seen defense like, is top three. His defense is top. He makes it all defensive team every year. How's he trash? He's won uh, NBA Defense Player of the Year, bro. How's he that and Rookie of the Year for y'all? How's he that trash? Hmm. I like Ben. I like Ben Simmons. He's a beast <laughs> in two K. Yo, they Man. call yo if. This is uh, this is nah. One, they, that's when they fucked up. Don't be calling him no baby LeBron. No, not even just that. This is one problem with Ben Simmons is that he's been the same player for the last five years where he hasn't improved a jump shot or his free throws. Well, I'll tell you this. You know where that comes in? Mental health. Yeah, stressing him out. We'll get to that. They stressing him out. He need a doctor. <laughs> that's a fact. You think so? And he fucked with a Kardashian. So that's a whole nother thing. Mm. You yeah, know how funny. everybody that came off that bag? Mm. Yeah, true. That shit like a that shit like fentanyl. Yeah, we're gonna get into fentanyl with a Kardashian. Too. Yeah, we're gonna get into <laughs> fentanyl joking. too. That's but not, nah. Nah, real. That shit crazy, man. Them Kardashians. No jokes, is crazy. All jokes aside, but that nigga, that, that shit, shit ain't no jokes. That shit, yo, that's Them Kardashians is fentanyl. That shit crazy. Yo. But um, yeah, so hopefully. You know what I'm gonna Yeah, go ahead. But hold on. Go ahead, yeah. Let me um Hmm. <laughs> Getting into this segue we wanted to talk about earlier, yeah. bring it back to uh, owners. Yeah. Uh, NFL, you want to talk about um, Hove? Yeah, oh yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so Hove, I'm hearing he about to be like an owner of the Redskins. So 
Like a, now, when you say uh, owner, one, one of the owners, like a little piece. Well, or... I don't know. I just I seen some rumblings. Okay. I don't know what niggas is really doing, but just to hear rumblings. Okay. So this is where I go back to what we talked about before. I love Hove. I love everything nigga did. History crazy. But how can you do that when you made a record? And I'm asking people, like, this is why I be trying to figure out people. Like, I just be trying to figure out y'all people. Y'all niggas is finicky. <laughs> I swore he told them niggas, I got my own Super Bowl. I don't need to go to your Super Bowl. When him and Beyonce backed out of performing in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Then he got this little uh, position where he's bringing the black. What, what the happened talent. with that? What was that? He's still doing it. What's that? Where's that at? Who performing where? I ain't seen, I ain't seen a nigga on TV in the first two weeks. Not that the, the, he talking about the hat, the Super Bowl, no, the no, opening. no. They made him a part of whatever is supposed yeah, to be yeah. part of this organization to, for black rights and all this bullshit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. For yeah. the NFL, okay. Where's that been at this year? It's Have Super you seen Bowl, anything? Super no, it's not supposed to be just Super Bowl. It's supposed to be throughout the season. Oh, I didn't hear that. Season. That was a fact. They 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 signed him on for that throughout all what they do. All right, so not saying nothing wrong with that. I'm just asking. Because Where I know he, he, he was behind Kaepernick, right? Or no? Nah, he didn't speak yes, up. He, yes, he did. He did? He put it in records. It's in records. It's, all, it's, uh-huh. it's on records. It's on 444. 444 was at the beginning of that whole shit. That's where it started. So, yeah. I'm just asking. Like, it's nothing wrong with anybody doing what they want to do. Yeah. But yeah. it's like... You want some? you say what? shit where to, sh- like, do shit. Nah, type. I mean, like, if you go... You can't be... Saying this to the third and like working with the same niggas. Like, that's like fuck the police, but it's just like, all right, you know what? I got the police <laughs> on my payroll. That's what be bothering me a lot, a lot about all, a lot of these rappers with these rap songs that say that. Nigga, you hire police for security. How is it fuck the police? True. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I laugh at that shit. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And a, lot of not, a lot of y'all niggas got paperwork. On you <laughs> Facts A lot of y'all rappers Got paperwork <laughs> That's crazy so You think he'll be A good owner? Well he good at Owning everything else <laughs> I mean I, I, I don't know I, Who I, I think that's that, That'll be dope I, What I think I saw Was Redskins So that'll be dope Like Nah they ain't the Redskins But I think Washington well, the football team Well yeah Sorry To be politically Incorrect On that Nah they're not the Redskins No more they, Whatever you say The Washington football team Yeah yeah The Washington football Fuck team Fuck them bitches Change that fucking name First of they all They did No to a real name Come on Like everybody gotta stop All that bullshit <laughs> Y'all still calling niggas niggas Fuck all that I don't wanna hear no nothing Y'all still call niggas niggas Everywhere they go That shit's still on records yeah. Everywhere That white companies Own these record companies for They sell an explicit version so you so want every to, record ain't clean, right? So you want to call it the Redskins? Okay, call it what you want it. No, what you want to call it? That's what I said. You made it what you want to call it. Call it what you want to call it. I'm gonna call them their when team, they their call, name. When, it, when they want to call a nigga a nigga, they call him a nigga, right? Yeah. So keep doing it. That's all. Maintain that energy. That's all I say. I don't want to change it for what? It's over. Duh. I get, there's a whole. What, that's a whole nother topic. I'm just saying it's over. <laughs> So whatever, just name your team, bro. You you feel like he'll be a good owner? In the yeah, NFL? yeah, he's a good businessman. So whatever, I mean, the people that work he's about behind his him, business, yeah, man. yeah, he's a business himself. So I don't understand why he wouldn't be able to own an NFL team. And I don't understand why there's not no black NFL owners anyway, like full NFL owners. But you know, 
that is what it is. Yeah, it is. That's how um, they do us. <laughs> What's good with some um some new music? I don't know half these niggas out now. Nah, I'm joking. Uh, actually, let me see some new music wise. Well, while you say your new music, the only thing I heard was that new Wakisha remix with Lil Wayne. Yeah, I actually I I found out about this new artist. His name is Jason Cash. Uh, he got a record out called Been In My Bag, which is fire to me. It's like a great uh, Cali record. So, you know, being in Cali. He's from out here? Yeah, he's from out here, I guess. I don't know where niggas is from. I didn't meet them personally. Yeah. Um, I actually, it's so, it's so funny how life works. You know, uh, this this girl that's a rapper, big shout out. I, I can't even tell her business. I'm not going to say her name. But she, she had popped up doing a, a delivery for food to our house. Right? Okay. She was like an Uber, not an Uber Eats, but you know when people deliver groceries or whatever. Oh, the uh, the groceries. So ones, I, yeah. I get out the car as she's pulling up. I get out the car. I'm like, yo, I know this chick from somewhere, and I'm like, yo, that cause, bread. You know, got the mask on. Yeah. So, boom, boom. And she a rapper, rapper. Like she, like she popping. Her, her, she got mad followers. She be in all the niggas' videos. Like yeah. niggas that's big rappers out here. And I'm like, oh shit. So like, that was super dope, in a sense, but also it tells me like about artists. It's like. What's wrong with being humble and still being an artist? Like, I feel like there's a lot of artists out here because we're dealing with a lot of independent artists, whatever. A lot. And the way that the pressure that society puts on you is like to have a job and be a rapper is a bad thing. How many rappers rap about their job? I know a lot of niggas that rap and say they hustling but got a job. But wait, wait. when you say that, when you say that, um, are you talking about like, like in the industry or like under like in general, lo- like coming in, like why is that Co- a the bad come up thing? rappers? Anything, like any any reason? Like why is that bad? Why should that be looked at as bad? No well, artist, no artist starting off should be. You a rapper? You're not a gangster. You're not a hustler like that. Like because if you are, most likely you going to jail the next three years. True. If you want your records rapping, what you like truly doing. It had, true, yeah, and, and, that ha- and you it don't ha- have to say yeah, it. You yeah. don't have to say what you're truly doing. It has happened. Records. Stop doing that. But most of the niggas that we know and yeah. people that we see that do that, what happens? In jail. Or they went to jail. It's a fact. Or they didn't so go to jail why, and they snitching. So why is the pressure put on rappers that heavy to like be like, because remember we made this example before. <laughs> why actors don't have to hold that same accountability? Why is it in hip-hop that... Whatever you're portraying in your videos or mm-hmm. on your records, you have to be truly living. Yeah, but there's I, a lot of actors that got or actresses that got part time jobs. No, yeah, and but I, no, not even just that. I'm saying that as an actor, you could be in a movie playing a gangster. Oh, okay. Niggas yeah, don't yeah. niggas don't run up on Denzel like, oh, nigga, this is motherfucking American gangster American. Or, or, or or training. Yeah, yeah, you can catch this. No, mm. but that's what to me. That's what. I mean, let's be honest. That's what hip hop is, to the, in a sense. Yeah, there was a time, like let's, this is a perfect example. I'm glad we had at this conversation. I remember when I took a picture for an album cover. This is a Money and Murder album cover. Oh, the gun? Nah, not the gun. Uh, I'm in the kitchen. We got those names. I'm, 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 I'm in the kitchen cooking. Oh, the cooking the cracks. Cooking the cracks. Cracks. I, I never forget. But you've done that before, so... Dumbest thing to do, though. Because I was... 
We were still doing it at that at time. At that time, yeah. We, and this is at right well, stop. hold up. I ain't never stopped cracking my life. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm all the way out. I'm so, no, no, I'm talking about. No, this is honest truth. Even back then. This is honest <laughs> truth. Like, realness. And that cocaína? This is real situation. Different like, story. This is real talk situation. So it's like, now I put the CD out. Mm-hmm. We not thinking about that. At the time, we felt like you had to be doing what you're rapping about. Rapping about, yeah. Remember when the police had to cover? Bro, this is what I'm saying. They had to cover this in, in, in the police station. This is had in, to, this, <laughs> it's in Rice Stop, and then it's in Rice Stop, and it's in the front row of the mixtapes. Yo, the police had to cover in the police station, and, in the Beacon and, police station. And then as an independent artist back Who then. Who is this nigga? Yo, as an independent <laughs> artist back then, your phone number's on the cover. Three two five. You and your man's. What was it's it? Three two one two five two five two five two five times two. You are. You are. Different type of sauce. Yeah. You know? Nah, but this is real facts. I like, never forget when you look at that the dumbness. Like you talking about being retarded. Yeah. That's that, that retarded. Was, that, that was crazy. Not retarded, but that was crazy. I'm sorry to say retarded. My bad. That was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> so when I look at it now. A nigga had to cook in the crack, yeah. And nah. they really had that shit in the Beacon, Beacon, New York, 12508 Police Station. They had that shit right up in there on the bulletin board. This nigga's album, mixtape album, cooking crack. Like, yeah. That shit was selling like crack. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, facts. Yeah. No, but nah, that, but that's where, nah, I, yeah. that's where I think. Like, I think about how, you know, this industry and entertainment and all that manipulates us as. Young black men, yeah. like actually in the struggle, like, and like you could not even be in the struggle but still feel the need to hustle to get what you want. So that's what a lot of people get confused. It's like, well, nigga, you ain't starving, but it's like, nigga, this is what I want. This so, is what I want. Yeah, like, at nah, the time, I, I want, yeah. I want, I want lobster and scrimp, nigga. Yeah. This is what Jay Z and Timberland rapping about. I want lobster and scrimp. I want to fly out to Miami, nigga. Y'all niggas is stuck right here. I want to fly to Miami. I'm only not. 1920. I want to fly to Miami, so I got to get this bag. Because if I'm going to rap about this, this is what I got to do. I don't want to leave, that's the, and that's the thing. but no. I'll be right back. So when you look at it today, now Packs, it's packs more, still move Back crap. then, we was going to jail. Today, y'all losing your life. Yeah, it's different. It's different. It, different codes. You losing your life today. Yeah. You losing your life. So I don't know if I could... This is, that's just a segue honestly, into the show. Yeah, no, honestly, I don't know if I could sell... Drugs in this era, nah. I I I, I really don't. I can fly him. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I I really you I, catch a delivery, but a hand in hand, hell no, niggas. Yeah, I can't. I, can't. I was talking on my phone the other day about some shit. <laughs> shit popped right up on my timeline. I said, oh hell no. <laughs> shit is straight federally. Like yeah. y'all niggas don't know. And the thing is, it was so crazy. I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to Ryan, right? And we were just talking about how, you know, the the, the trauma of, of dealing with the feds, right? Or seeing the feds and having them, like, surround your crib, kicking yeah. you. Like, the trauma of people that have dealt with that. Yeah. It's real-life trauma. You don't know what that feels like. Like I said, the first time when I, when I, when I feel earthquakes, I feel like somebody running in my crib. That's why that's what I was yeah. saying to them. I was like, I don't even feel like it's... I don't even think it's an earthquake. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Who coming in the crib? <laughs> That's what an earthquake feel like to me. So it's like when you uh you 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 live life in that lifestyle, yeah. the trauma that comes with it is just so yeah. crazy. It's it's ridiculous. And I look at these rappers it's today. Real life I look at, trauma. Like I just heard 
couple days ago, Spot'em Got Him got shot five times. Mm-hmm. Same guy that did the record Beatbox when niggas had this whole Oh, yeah, record. I seen that. I'm like, what the I'm fuck? I'm like, yo, hold on. I'm like, first of all, he was just wanted for a, like a... They were saying he was wanted for attempted murder or something first. Yeah, attempted, yeah. Now he gets shot. And then it's like, it's so crazy because... These, it was like road rage or some shit. I'm like, yo, when, I, when we were coming up in hip-hop, like our age group, you know... Big L's situation was like, oh wow, that's crazy. Like, oh, yeah. and we didn't even know. Like, even, back yeah. then, there wasn't then, like no was social like, media. No social media, nothing. You didn't know what really happened. Like, you didn't know. You what just happened. heard. You just know that Big L got yeah, killed. killed. That's yep. all you knew. Uh, Scott Rock was like my first one, like as a rap artist that I knew that passed away, got killed from the Bronx. Uh, you know, big shout out to Karis One. That was uh, one of the first things I knew. So it's like going from that to that. You know, then heavy, uh, heavy D and the boys. One of the boys with Pete, which is Pete Rock's little brother, passed away. That wasn't a murder, but like hearing those, hearing those things. Then it was different. Like when, when, when no, because Freaky Ty got murdered. Oh, Freaky Ty got Freaky Ty head, got head shot. Yeah. yeah, Freaky Ty got killed. Those the only well besides Pac and Biggie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think Freaky Ty was before both of those. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those was the only thing. Now. Those two was like, you know, this is a rap war going on, like media wise, everything. So it's like we are Pac and Biggie talking. We're about. expecting certain shit with that. Like you got an yeah. album called Life After Death and fucking Illuminati. Like this yeah. is the names of the albums we already know what y'all dealing with. And it was no social media back then. There wasn't no running around with a barricade of security. Wasn't none of that shit. None of that shit. Yeah, yeah. You was outside. It was just you, you, you was out here. Yeah, you and your peoples. Today Niggas got police on. No, on. but it's so bad. Security. With all of that, y'all niggas, niggas is still dying. That's crazy. And that's crazy. And, and that brings it to like all that killing and shit. Should be on tape. Yeah. And niggas ain't even going to jail for it. Yeah. Now I know back then, like you think about Tupac and Biggie murder. Nobody was never charged for near one of those murders. Still, nobody could have been because on one side everybody got murdered. The other side, we don't even know what happened. You know what I'm saying? To this day. That's just crazy. Still to this day. People know. But y'all got 150 movies about what really happened. Mm-hmm. 150 movies about what happened. Bruh. <laughs> that makes no sense. Bro. <laughs> y'all got detectives doing doing movies. Right? Shows, books. movies. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But then you hit this new era. Then. There's no code. We lose Pop. We lose Vaughn. We lose Nipsey. There's no code. We, and then it's like, who's been charging? Like, nobody's been... No, yo, bro, this is crazy. Well, homeboy... Like, this ain't even laughing matter. Uh, like, Quando is- Rondo's man, Lil Tim, who who killed Vaughn, is out making music videos, bro, chilling, bro, smiling, bro. laughing, joking. This goes back to what we talked about earlier in the first conversation. This country like, really? don't give a fuck about niggas. If I kill, if I kill somebody, I'm in jail. <laughs> like, yo... But nah, in all seriousness, like you talking about examples? Yeah, no. Nah. You, you know why I feel the same way? Who's been charged for Martin Luther King death and Malcolm X? Nobody. 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 They don't care about niggas. Nip. No. I, I try to tell people this all the time. People are like, oh no, nah, you being too righteous. You doing this? I'm like, bro, yo, how many books you gotta read to know the duck is ugly? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean. I mean, like, how many times you gonna say A, B, C to know what the alphabet is? Yeah, true. But shit ain't the same. Hmm. No, you're right. Gotta play the game. All I'm gonna say is, That's all I'll say, you gotta play the game. The and game is me, the game. The game, nah. The that game, game is the game. That game is totally different. But the game now could 
compared to when I bring it back to when big in them, big in them, way harder. It was yeah. Oh god, I couldn't imagine today with it being like that. Niggas be dying all the time, yo, dying and flying all day. The access to hammers, like I be like, yo, how this nigga got a burner? Nigga, everybody. And this is my thing. Like a lot of people don't think about this. I think about this all the time. You know why? Because I used to read the paper, right? Coming from being from Beacon, Tree City. What up? You know what I mean? Poughkeepsie Journal was major, right? It was. Uh, if you was in, New, if you was in Newburgh, Times Herald, right? Times so, Herald. Yep. <clears throat> front page on the right side, left side, would be like the crimes that was committed the night before. Right or if somebody got shot, or something big, anything crazy, big story. It will always be on the left side. It was small. It was never like very big. It's never front page like that. But it'd be on the side, like for each city. I know for each city. I remember that. I remember. Yeah. So, I remember growing up through that era, to where, I mean, like honestly, I've we've lost a lot of people, to where if we even think about those murders, right, and we ain't gonna say no names. Uh, but if niggas yeah. didn't turn themselves in on no certain murders, nobody would have ever got caught. Oh, that's a fact. They would have never nigga, cared. I, they would have nothing. Nigga, I've still to this day. To this day, <laughs> like it's crazy. I'm not Yo, like bro. like you said. I'm not gonna say no names, but yeah. I've seen bro niggas with bullet holes in them. Yeah, I've seen niggas with stab wounds yep. in them. Uh huh. All dead. Rest in peace. Yeah. And. Some niggas turn themselves in. Some niggas still don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, but you can guess what happened. And, and shit is just... Ugh. And people don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's fact. That's the thing. Like, and it's like you just got to keep it trucking. Like, you, yeah. you, your family, your everything. Keep it trucking. Like, you know, keep it moving. Now, you know what? We're not working on that. Like, what the fuck y'all working on then? Yeah. What, the, the dog march? What y'all working on? Beacon Day? What y'all working on? <laughs> Fourth of July fireworks? Like, nah, when you think about it, cause and that's why I say to people, like, you gotta really think about when you in and in, indulge yourself into a certain lifestyle too. You gotta think about like the The choices the, you make. The, the, it's not even just the repercussions. It's like how are you protected in this? Mm-hmm. Because it, I don't care how many guns you got, you still can get bodied. Well, that's a, you could be the hardest nigga in the world. I don't world. care how many killers you got on your team. You I don't care how many. I don't care how many niggas you kill. So you still can get by. That's what bothers me about how so many people from our culture. When you think, when you listen to the rap music, you listen to everything. What makes you want to choose that lifestyle? And this brings if you know the end of the story. Mm. Crazy story. That's like betting, knowing you' about to lose. Mm. And why the fuck would you bet? <laughs> and this brings it, and I'm a, I'm a, like I said uh, yeah. the other day, uh-huh. with, um, with Dirk, me, yeah. you, and Mike had a conversation yeah, like about the mental health aspect, mental though. health, yeah. like yo, this dude comes from Chicago, in Chicago they call it Chirac, yeah. like I never seen a place where they fucking like. Nickname like, it to something out of this country, a third world country. They, they not That's even how just, bad it is. Yeah, and, and, and not even just that. Like they're Baghdad. Like they're like they're, ha- they're like they're happy about it. Like oh, they claim it. Who who who's gonna get this killing today? Like they're happy. Like oh, it's my turn. Like like what the fuck? And like for him, he's he's not a list rapper. Or whatever uh-huh. he's could be on his way to a list rapper. Sure. Prayers to him, but like. He made it. Yeah. And it's like, yo, bro, like this nigga lives 
he li- he don't even live in Chicago no more because he even really can't go well, to Chicago. He but he really couldn't, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know no rapper that can live where they from. Well, but mainly who sh- li- who lives where they from? There's a lot of not really. Uh, uh-uh, they don't live in the same neighborhood. You can't. That's the fucked up part because there's nothing, and this is the point of the conversation. And where I say, why do we indulge? So heavily and, and push this narrative of that where this, that, and the third, where as as a as if you're an artist, an athlete, or whatever you're doing, your job and what you should be doing and why you're doing what you're doing is to get you and your family out, out the, the hood. hood. Or you know, to or away to, from to what a, you're a going nicer through. That's so environment. Tough. Yeah. Not saying you gotta leave. You should come back and give back. Yeah, of yeah. course. Not, not saying you gotta leave all the way. You should have business there. You should be able to have that. But you should be able to have that. But because the the way that the the game is set up, you can't. Damn sure can't. They're gonna put that against you. Yeah. Because of the way that the system is built, the way around where you're from. That's why you're trying to get out that motherfucker so bad, because it pushes you against your own. <laughs> that's a fact. So that's the that's what I'm saying. So it's like why indulge into that lifestyle if you know if I, I want to run this block and then on the next block niggas want to run that block too. But my money coming from both of those blocks and this that. So what we gonna kill each other over these two blocks that we don't really own? But so, honestly, that's but crazy. So, no, no, it's crazy. But some people got to like like bring it back to. Chicago but niggas, you don't like, have an option. they don't have Chicago niggas don't have an option. So how does it stop? It don't. That so, and that's crazy and sad. But it don't like, crazy. like I told you that's on crazy. Mike, I know text about, message, yeah, yeah, about your fam. about my family, yeah. like my God rest his soul, my grandfather, yeah. um, born like grew up in Chicago, whatever Southside Chicago, mm-hmm. and we used to visit him every year up until the age of when I my brother's a year older than me, I was. 14, 15 My brother was 15, 16 Like we stopped Because The violence And it's like My my grandfather owned a bar Like he was He was well known But would get robbed every week Still That's crazy Would still Ain't get they, Niggas wouldn't kill him But nigga He would get niggas robbed like, I gotta Every niggas like, I gotta Week eat. Didn't matter Who he niggas knew Like, like Doesn't eat. matter if he was The hardest nigga alive Doesn't matter if he had A thousand niggas with him He still would get robbed Every week So they're like is no code and my mom she stopped that shit she's like yo y'all not going like i'm sorry like i love your family but my kids are not going to chicago no more and we i yo i just big shout out to power go ahead two years ago two years ago was the first time was Uh the first time i've been to chicago since i was about 15 16 two Mm -hmm. years ago yeah, I and like to see my uh, and to see my uh (laughs) grandfather's gravesite he passed away or whatever but it's just like yo it's just like that's how crazy it is out there. So that's why I give props to the, like these Chicago artists who make it. Like the shit that they had to go through. Most of the artists, not all, but a lot of the artists that are, are in the game, like Dirk, yeah. G Herbal, uh, Polo G, um, yeah. all these artists that go through the shit that they go through, and and they're they're from Chicago and live through that shit. It's like yo, that shit's crazy. But that's great. Like to me, like. There was an episode, the last one of the last episodes of Power I watched, and Fifty said something like in the narrative. Uh, power, show, Power, or the, no Power Book okay. Two, Power Book uh, Two, two okay. Raising Cain, Raising right? Cain. He said something that resonated with me so heavy. He was he was like, um, in that in this lifestyle, yeah. You're not only living, you you're never living, thinking about your 
willing to lose yourself. Yeah. You're living willing to lose everything, everything. around you. Yeah. <laughs> everything around you. Because you know what niggas will do? If they can't get you, they'll get your man. They'll, they'll get, get your, your family girl. member. They'll get you. Yeah. That's a fact. When you look at int- walking into that game, like if it's like if I'm walking into a club and I know that, mm-hmm. like if the club, if, 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 if the entry fee say, yo, bro, yeah, it's $20, but you know what? If you come in here, bro, you're going to lose, you might lose your mother, you might lose your brother, you might lose your mans, whatever, yeah. whatever. You still want to come in here? You still going to walk in here? And, and That's my question the, to a lot of niggas. You, and the last thing I'll yeah, you're right. And the last thing I'll say Word. about Chicago. Um, my cousin. This is worldwide too. It ain't yeah. just, you know. No, nah, it's not just Chicago, yeah, but my my cousin, um, Levester, he lives. He still lives in Chicago, but finally he's not in the South Side. Mm-hmm. But um, for seven, at least seven years straight. When I back in the day when I had when Facebook first popped, uh-huh. for seven years straight, every week. This nigga had R.I.P. somebody on his fucking timeline. And it was just like, what the fuck? His kids, the oldest one is like, I want to say 14. And the youngest one is like 11. Yo, they have not seen like outside of the gate in so long. But luckily now, like they moved out, you know, the air, like South Side or whatever. They live in like the suburbs or whatever. But still, it's still violence or whatever. But... They haven't seen... They don't know what else... They came to visit in Nyack, my family. Bro, they didn't know what outside feels like. And it's just sad. It's just like, what the... They're just standing there while all my other cousins and family is playing, chilling. And they're just standing there like, what do we do? Like, they don't know. And it's just sad. Like, yo, like... Yeah, it's funny because, you know, like, uh, you know, Danielle talks about that all the time, too. Yeah. About, like, you know, being here. And it's like, you know, us growing up... In a small city like Beacon, New York, yeah, like to where we were able to like just walk around freely, yeah, like yeah. you know, like I mean, if it was smoke, it was smoke. Only thing we expected smoke from was like some Poughkeepsie niggas that maybe had a whip or some yeah. Newburgh niggas that came over and was fucking. With and some we bitch. was fighting. And we, we was knuckling fighting, up. It wasn't like it wasn't oh, no guns, knives, like, none of that shit. Yeah, but over here in it's Cali, such more of yeah. a different danger. Oh yeah, that's of, a like, fact. Where you know, it was so crazy. The other day, I seen a little kid. It was after school. And I see him walking home from school. He couldn't have been but six or seven. I'm like, oh, this nigga a G. Yeah. Like he walking home by himself. This is on the six. This is in the sixties. This yeah. is on the sixtieth. Over on that side by Crenshaw and Slauson on Creep. And I'm like, yo, oh, this nigga just walking. He ain't waiting yeah. for a ride or nothing. He walking. So looking at that and just seeing it's like, yo, the difference of like the environments, like yeah, growing yeah. up in different environments. You know, luckily for us. We knew everybody. Not saying shit didn't happen. Like shit did happen. Like you know, putting out. It was just. It was just as. I'm not gonna say as crazy, but shit was happening. Yeah, but you not. Like, but not like certain places. Like you know, and I thank God for that. Like to me, I, I, I always, knock on wood. I, I always like people would like beacons. I always, I always tell whack. People, Beacon's boring, like, cool, but whatever, cool. Whatever, whatever. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Knuckle up. <laughs> if you want to knuckle up, talk to us. Yeah. Other than that, we we never like really encouraged that type of, because of what we come from. It's like, yeah. nah, I know his mom's. Like, how much shooter nigga I know his mom's? Or I know his sister, brother. That makes no sense to auntie, me. Auntie, but just as uncle. A, just as a nigga, yeah. Knowing what we come from anyway in the battle we fight, why would I take another man out that way and make his family go through something even worse than what we already deal with? Mm. 
But that, yeah. that's how I want to end that. I don't yeah. even want to go too deep into that. Yeah. That shit crazy, though. So, any, um, <laughs> we was talking about music. <laughs> Yeah, that's where it so, went to. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. So like I like I'm gonna repeat myself that while Keisha remixed with uh Lil Wayne, yeah, Money Bag Yo and, and Ashanti, my baby. My baby Ashanti. She got a little new uh, new joint on there. Um any other music? Uh Babe Keem. Get that baby Keem album. Oh the uh the Baby Keem album. I, I, I fucks with it. Go get okay. that baby Keem album. Listen to Baby King. So I we talked about King. what a few weeks a few weeks ago. Uh, Pod he was actually on. Uh, we, we was asking, introduced the last joint with his records. But we, I'm just saying, go get that. Yeah, album. no, we was asking what, what albums you're anticipating. Yeah, Kendrick, easy. Kendrick, what, what do you know a date or? No, I don't know if no? it's coming this you're year. You just anticipated. I mean, but I I'm think, kind of interested. I think we're gonna get four more uh, Beast albums. I, I'm interested in that. Meek Mill coming out October first. I just heard the J Cole over the Drake pipe down beat though. Oh Crazy, my God. Lord Jesus. I'm I'm um interested. Um, Meek Mill's coming out October, I think first or the first week of October. Yeah, I was listening. He to, said I was on the Meek Drive the he, other day. He said he he said he got some shit in store for niggas. He always got some shit. In store. I know, I know, I know. But, but he's been like on he his gotta... he's been on his activist shit lately. So he's <sighs> back in his music bag. I think I think he's one of the artists. He's one of the few from uh-huh. that. A lot of niggas don't know. First time I heard Meek Mill was on a, a D Block mixtape. He was on uh, the record was called One Two Three Four. Uh, that was the first time I heard Meek Mill ever. Yeah. Then I heard uh, uh, whatever Rose. So Rose Red and my diamonds blue. So um, like you know, hearing that. When I when I think about Meek, I look at him as like one of the last artists left that's from that hip hop, like real hip hop shit, street shit, the mixtape era of, of all that. That's the only person I feel that could still come out and still has that same relevance as far as like when an album comes out. There's not a lot of artists like that. So, you know, I, I'm I'm very excited to hear what Meek has in store. So yeah, so like what I'm saying really is in the in the form of with Meek, it's like we know where he comes from. He's still relevant to that same crowd. Yeah. That's what I like. So it kinda like Definitely. it reminds me of Jada in the locks, in a sense. Like Meek Mill. That's why that's why I fuck with Meek so heavy. Like me personally. Because I know that even through all the Drake shit or whatever, whatever, I still think he's always back highly to back. He's always highly anticipated to drop because he brings a certain feeling of rap music street music that only he can make mm. you feel what I'm yeah saying? and the shit he's been putting out and the little snippets this has been crinax so been fire. you know i'm excited for that though too um let's get into some that's music wise let's yeah. get some shows and movies yo bro listen i i don't think we talked about this on the last one but clickbait fire Oh, I seen that. Clickbait is fire. Seen that, seen that in one day. Big shout out to my nigga from uh the the entourage. I forget his name, but he's in that shit. He's like the lead in that. Okay. That shit's fire. Bloodline, y'all gotta watch Bloodline. I didn't see that. If yet. you fuck with Ozark, you're gonna fuck with Bloodline. Okay. Remember I told you it's on Netflix. Shit is crazy. I done probably been binge watched it like twice already. <laughs> uh I love it. Like I'm 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 just a very big fan of like realistic shows, yeah, like that 
especially from places I don't know about. So that's why I loved Ozark. That's why I love this show. Like, cause we don't know about what goes on, like in the key Wests of the Floridas, like below Miami. Like we don't know what happens outside of South beach. We don't know what happens in Missouri. When you talk about the Ozark, we don't know nothing about that. So you learn something at the same time as you're watching it, it may not be a lot of black people in it, but for me, <laughs> I love watching that shit because it shows me, Oh, Black families ain't the only niggas fucked up. Yeah. And it'd be like, like when you look at it, when you look at the dynamics of how television be set up sometimes, you look at the movies, you look at the television shows, movies. The whatever. It's like, yo, we always get the same, like, narrative. Like, if you look at our classic movies, what they always say? Uh, to you, to you. To what, me? What, what the... what, so, like, if you think about black movies, right? Uh-huh. What, what's your top three black movies? My top three black movies. Yup, that's not no not, not, not no biopics, not no autobiographies, or nothing. What's your top three <sighs> black movies? You just put me on the spot. That's kind of tough. Um, and, don't, and you ain't got to be exactly right right now. But what's oh, your no, top no. three? My I'm, family wise, family wise. Oh, like yeah, real life shit. What's your top three? You tell me your top three. Let me think about it. All right, I'll, I'll go. I'll go my top three. Um, Crooklyn's in there. I'll put Crooklyn in my top three. The movie Crooklyn. Put that in my top three. Um, Minister Society's in my top three. <laughs> and I would probably say the best man just to kind of get like every angle of like black families. And there's always... The, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to say the wood. The wood? You take the wood over the best man? Yeah. Oh, That's my shit. They about to come they about to come out with something with the wood too. Some new oh, shit. Word? Yeah, uh, yeah, some new Tate shit. Say Diggs is back in there? Yeah. Um <laughs> Straight off the football joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all American season yeah, four coming out. <laughs> yes, sir. Season four. Yeah, but uh hold on. So the wood, uh I like the wood too. A lot. Nah, that shit was a classic. The funny <laughs> never mind. Um Friday. Friday was reality to you, though? That's what sh- it was motherfuckers comedy. do. It was, Mother- comedy. it was comedy, but also reality. Motherfuckers go through that, that shit. That shit don't happen in the same Rest day, in peace, right? my homie. Nigga, Ezel. What's, yeah, what's, what's his real name? Rest in peace to Ezel. Rest in peace to What's his real name? Rest in peace to Mr. Witherspoon. What's the, uh, did He just passed away. Uh, Ezel. What's uh, his real Ernie name? Ernie Johnson. Okay, like rest that. in peace. Like yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to all of them. Um, Damn, I got to put House Party in there. Damn. See, like... See, oh, House Party, but yeah. You, but when you look at it, so now when I look at the narrative of those movies, all right, let's look at House Party, right? Okay. We're looking at children, boom. Black children, parents ain't there. <laughs> yep. So you get to do this all crazy night. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. What they throw in the narrative for uh, Robin Harris? Oh, his baby mother was white. He says it mad times and I should have never married that white woman. Like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, He says it. Like, so that's a conversation, right? One of the funny things I I learned in that, watching it again the other day, this nigga Mr. Witherspoon said out the window, I paid $15,000 for this house. Oh, yeah. Imagine that today. (laughs) Yeah, right. $15,000. I ain't even gonna lie. My grandparents, they bought their crib in Mount Beacon for $75,000. That motherfucker sold for... Six figures. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. That's the crazy shit. What you could get shit for back in the day. So that's like a good, a good thing. But I'm just looking at certain narratives that's in these movies. 
But it's a society made it seem like, you know, you know, uh, most niggas' fathers either was in the drug game or whatever, whatever, grew up in the hood, da-da-da, you got to get engaged into this life, whatever, whatever. Bomb. So when I watch shows like Ozark and shows like Bloodline, you're looking at families that run the town. They're, they're, they're accountants. They're bankers. They're, 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 make, they're making six figures already. Yeah. But kids is still fucked up. Mentally. Shit, that's in real life, too. And this is what this is and this is where the conversation goes into where we talk about the mental health aspect. I feel like we we don't look at everybody's situation as an equal situation. Like a lot of things is looking at it with color. Uh-huh. Because of what they expect you should be coming from because of what you look like. Yeah, that's a fact. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wrong. Whack. That's that, wrong. That, that's, because <laughs> mental health is mental health. It doesn't have a color. It shouldn't, yeah. But trauma people doesn't, put trauma colors. Trauma doesn't have a color. People put colors on you that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, whether you stealing fucking opioids and shit out of your, your mom's uh, medicine cabinet, or you seeing your dad sell crack, what's the difference? Yeah, nothing. 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 So that that's where I, I feel there needs to be a bridge and a gap a little bit more. So when I think about these movies and like me, I, I, I pay attention to like the writing. I pay attention to uh, the stories, just the stories in general. Like that shit, that's what keeps me going to watch it. Like the story got to be good. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like I hate bullshit ass movies. Like I'm, I'm like very big on that shit. I, I barely watch, I barely watch movies. I watch shows. Bro. I watch a lot of shit over again. Oh, that's a fact. A lot of shit. Like, I we were talking my, about The Wire a couple weeks ago. I started watching that again. Yeah, like, it's like, because it relates to you. Yeah. That's uh, why. Yeah, true. That's why. Like, if you think about shows on TV or whatever, like, a lot of those shows. Like, look at this shit. Roscoe Jenkins. This is a terrible movie. <laughs> funny as hell, though. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. But if you look at the narrative shared in that shit, it's yeah. crazy. It's like, oh, so in every black family... The, the one nigga that makes it or whatever, he's like the outcast to yeah. everybody else because it's like, oh, oh you, what you call you don't come my, home? My, like, my, yeah, soul plane. That's my shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit funny, nigga. Nigga, yeah, the narrative, nigga, get money, nigga, do crazy nigga, they ain't shit. Been a black nigga with an airline <laughs> since nigga. Now that movie funny. Yeah, Kevin Hart funny. No, it, it was good. Kevin Hart yeah, funny. Those Met the jo- man in there. Those are joints to watch. You know. Oh, uh, uh, Wu Tang! I started watching that. Oh, yeah, that's fire too. You know what's fucked up? Because like when I when I first heard that came out, big shout out to Dave East, uh, big shout out to all, all all the uh, act, <laughs> actors in there. Yeah, there's a few I can't name off the top. Um, it came out. I think it came out like maybe two years ago. Yeah, two three years ago. And I didn't want to rush to it because I said, "Yo, Wu Tang story is." Way too long. Like, if you a real Wu Tang fan, like, like I'm, a million I'm, of them I'm niggas. A, I'm a real shout Wu- out to Phil, Philly Blunt. Yeah, Philly Blunt. What's up? I'm a real Wu Tang fan. Like, you know, I stayed home from school listening to Only Built for Cuban Link. So, I, a lot of y'all may not be able to relate, but I know to me, hearing that album made me feel like I never even knew what Staten Island was to that yeah. day. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, I'm learning That's now. That's a fact. How would you even know what Staten Island was? Yeah. If you ain't never I'm learning been there. now. Watching that that show is just like learning like the Bro, characters. I felt like in high in, in the, school the, they didn't the even rappers. tell you like Staten Island existed. Yeah. 
That's a fact. Now, so I'm watching Wu Tang right now. Uh, obviously, everybody's watching Raising Canaan. Um, not everybody, but you ain't watching. I'm it? watching it. Yeah, yeah I say uh, not everybody. Well, a lot of people. And the show I'm I'm I can't wait for September 26th. Uh, BMF, another Fifty Cent joint. I was trying to breathe easy on that one. I want to see it. No, I want to see it real. I, no, I want to see it. I just feel like it's. What I think a lot of people don't understand about these real true stories with certain people, it brings up real traumatic experiences. Uh huh. Like for some of us, it's it's just entertainment. Yeah. For some people in this world, that's real life. Oh yeah, true. I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I like a lot of times I don't think bio biopic should even come out until like twenty five years later. They shouldn't be done like four years later. Or six years later, or seven years later, like that should wait a while. Like let people deal with whatever grief. Like people don't understand. Like going to prison is a grief too. But BMF was that people, years ago. That ain't just years ago. Which they, they've been in jail for no, years. No, I know they've been in jail for years, but that shit is like yesterday. If you if you think about it, Gucci Man could have brought, brought basically like brought the shit back up. No, nah, I'm just saying. I'm, about the, the, I'm just saying in a sense. In a sense, Larry Hoover, Meech, and all no, that. No, it, it goes very far. But I'm just saying, a lot of them niggas ain't home yet, right? Yeah, but they get okay though. As long as for me, as long as they get the okay I'm and the blessing. In general, you don't know who these people killed. You don't know who. That's what I'm talking about. Like people well, only think about when they look at gangsters, they don't never look at who they killed. Well, no, but when we watch the <clears throat> the, the show, we'll see not see who they killed. And I'm killed, not saying but... that I'm not I'm not pointing no fingers at nobody, but I'm just saying when people do these biopics about street shit for entertainment for these quote unquote white corporations that make money off of it, you're making money off of drugs and violence. Yeah, the same shit you saying like, oh, this is the problem. True. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. She's contradictory. Shit, I can't wait to see we it. We love it. We yeah. love it because that's our reality on an everyday basis. Yeah. That's why it's different. But it's like when you let other people into your reality, it's not just, it's not reality to them. It's entertainment. Yeah. So they look at you like look a at fucking you like joke. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing that bothers me when it comes to that kind of shit. So you got to be careful what you let out to the world because now they're able to judge it. They're able to judge the people. They're able to say, those people, some of those people got to come home one day. How you think they're gonna when that story comes out? How you think they're gonna look at them? Yeah, I'm just saying. Shit, you never know. Talk about something that nobody know and be like, oh, hold up. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, nah, shit, you right. Shit go deep. Like but a lot I, of that nah, shit go I, deep. Shit, I can't wait for that shit. Um, anything else? Nah, not really, right? Oh, nine, nine perfect strangers. Nine, okay, Five. Okay. Watch that on Hulu. Five. Nah, you keep telling me and Mike to do that. Now I'm telling y'all to watch this because. The reason for this show, for for what I grab from it, oh, see, it's a now, show, it's it's a it's a or a movie, a series, I guess. Okay, it's a series, yeah. right? So, I don't think a lot of people like when they watch these series or whatever they're watching. I don't think a lot of people like go into it like, all right, what am I grabbing from this? Some people walk into these shows and the entertainment like it's like it's like an album, right? Yeah. When you walk into an album, what do you expect, Dubs? Because it's like you can't just say, "Oh, I just want to hear good music." That's that's not the truth. I want to feature, see who the who featured. Like you, who's you want a you want a feeling. Fe- yeah, a yeah, feeling. Yeah. Music is a feeling. Movies are feelings. I, I I use this all the time in my class that I teach. I I tell everybody about Lion King. I say, 
Because, you know, everybody thinks they can control their emotions, right? They think yeah. they have control over their emotions. I said, you know, every time I watch The Lion King, no matter how many times I see Mufasa fall, I still feel it in my heart. Oh, yeah. I, I be tearing. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. this is a true fact. That's, this is a true yeah, example. Nigga, I'm telling you the truth. I, I, I tear. It's <laughs> like, yo, bro, it's like every time you watch uh, Ricky run down that no! back row. Like, no. no, it's like you can watch that movie every time. But it's like when he bring him back to the crib, you could just feel his mom's pain. Like, how, regardless of you, his brother, whatever, whatever. Like, you're bringing your brother back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like a, it's, yeah. it's not something you can That's control true. how you feel, even though you know the ending of that story every time it comes on. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, when I think about those kind of uh, flicks and those kind of series, I feel like that is really, really gone. You know, when we talk about movies and what you need to watch and all these good things. So when I look at Nine Perfect Strangers, it talks about a topic that had came up just about natural drug usage, right? So people look at drug usage like, oh, this is a bad thing, you're terrible, whatever. You look at half the world, let's be honest, half the world uses drugs. I don't care if it's Advil, I don't care if it's Tylenol, I don't care if it's ibuprofen, I don't care if it's depressants, whatever it is, weed, coke, crack, water, whatever, whatever. Everybody's using it for what, arms? To get high? No, not just to get high. What are you using it for? To to stop the feeling of something oh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right? That's the true fact, right? So, <laughs> the only time those things are a problem is when what? You abuse it. You, yeah. A lot, or some, somebody, sometimes somebody those died. things help certain people. Oh, yeah. It eases like, people's pain. I and mean, like, let's, yeah. let's be for real. So, it's like, People look at, and that's what I love about this show, because that's what she's fighting against in this show. Like, she's bringing people that are broken. So, like, one of the people, now I'm just going to give you a quick example of how the social starts off. There's an NFL player. Lost, he lost his career, fucking shattered knees, whatever, whatever. The shattered knees, because of the knee problem, it's a real thing. got him addicted to Opio- yeah, opioids, yeah. right? But through that addiction, caused to have other problems. Mm-hmm. So, he went there. It's another woman. Dealing with depression. Boom, boom, boom. So she's dealing with what da, da da She goes there. Then there's a whole other... There's a family. A mother and a father and a daughter. They lost a son. Uh. They're dealing with how do you deal with that? How you cope with that? How yeah. do you cope with that? Yeah. Sometimes it's drugs in place for that. Yeah. You could go into a doctor's office and be like, yo, you come off that. You wilding. Like, yo, damn, I don't know what to do. I just lost this person. Yeah. Boom, boom. I can't. I can't. Whatever. Oh, we going to give you this. This is going to ease your mind. Yeah. Right? Then it leads to you overusing it and abusing it, which makes makes it take effect on your health. Yeah. Brings it back to mental health. Yeah. Brings it way back. And yeah. this, this is a lot of people. You could break your wrist tomorrow. They'll be like, yo, you want to you get rid of that pain? But what we don't read is the side effects. Yeah. <laughs> That's the number one thing we don't read. <laughs> the side effects. Yeah. Nigga, I look at juice I drink today. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Yo, damn, this shit say no fucking cows." You read the back, <laughs> twenty five grams of sugar here, <laughs> nigga. You just oh, say, wait, wait, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, twenty five grams <laughs> of sugar <laughs> and <laughs> thirty grams added sugar. <laughs> but you just told me ain't no calories here. Yeah, like what the fuck? 
Yeah, no, yeah, you right. Yo. Yo, shit's crazy. Shit like, crazy. yo. Yo, back in the day, I'm not gonna front. Like, when I lived in my, this is my uh, Providence, Rhode Island uh-huh. days, I used to uh, pop them Zanny bars. Uh-huh. Damn, oh, you was on. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. Dr- drinking a, uh, yo, drinking a, I'll never forget one night. Uh-huh. Dr- <laughs> drinking a six pack of Tall Boys. Uh, what you had? Cold natty 45? Ice. Natty Ice. Oh, you had the Natty Nigga, nigga, the Natty. No, it's, that's what they drink at. Uh, it's like $4 for at, at a the, six uh, pack, Washington, the Tall Boys. At the uh, National Stadium. Nigga. They got the what? Natty Ice. Nigga, on. back in the bang, day, bang. it was like, like four th- to six bucks uh-huh. for a, a tall, like six pack Tall Boys. Yo, you drink like three of those and pop a bar. My nigga, I'll never forget when I the first time I ever did it. I popped uh-huh. the bar, yeah, and I'm sitting the whole time drinking the. I drank three of them natty ice yeah. or whatever nasty shit, nasty beer, and I popped the bar, yeah. And I'm just sitting down like, oh, this shit is whack. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck y'all niggas over here like <laughs> giggling, <laughs> laughing, chilling. Like, nigga, that shit hit you with the Mario Brothers. Hold shit. up, do 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 do, nigga. Yeah, do 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 do. That Bro. shit crap up on you like the blue. Sh- shout out to my uh, <laughs> shout out to my man Tommy. Yo, yeah. Greenan, what yo. up? The f- first, the first time I ever st- stand it, like stood up, uh-huh. and at that time I was like three, three fifty, three sixty. That's uh-huh. how much I weighed. Big shout out to the weight loss. <laughs> yeah, yo, th- I stood up for the first time, nigga. Five seconds later, all you hear is, boo, 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 boo. I fell. <laughs> yo, and I was like, yo, it was like, yo, it was like literally smoking like. Like yeah. I want to say, like if you never popped a bars any bar, it was like literally like smoking like fifty blunts in yeah. one night, one session. Man, that's crazy. That's how crazy it was. But then I ain't gonna lie, when I when I found out Whitney Houston died of that shit, I, that, yep, no more any bars for me. Like, like nope, I'm good. Niggas be taking the medicine balls. Like, see, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't know, and like, nah, we're gonna use we. I like to use this platform to talk about real shit. A lot yeah. of people don't want to talk about it, but we're gonna talk about real shit. I got no shame. In the that. problem is, people mix these drugs yeah. with a bunch of other things. You ain't got a problem. You want to pop an Advil tonight? You want to pop an Adderall? You got you got Adderall. You got a test tomorrow. You want to go and do a versus? Mm-hmm. Pop an Adderall. Like you know what I mean? You want to go do that and be concentrate. You can do that. But when you add that with the other things, that's where the issues come. Yeah. Because if you look at it, like, this is what a lot of people don't understand. This is why I, this is why I be trying to tell people about America. I'm like, yo, bro, people let these drugs into this country for a reason. Mm-hmm. Bro, every drug that you find on the streets is in something you get in the hospital. People don't understand that. There's dope in everything you get in the hospital when you fucked up. There's heroin and shit. When niggas was in the army and niggas was going overseas and getting shot and killed, what you think they was giving them so they couldn't feel the pain? They was giving them heroin. Like, those things are in it, but it's at a different level. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so that's why the FDA, because they don't want people to make money off of it, they want to control it. So oh, it goes to them. Nigga, the government's the biggest drug dealers in the world. Everything that's here is here because it's already here. Yeah. I don't understand what people don't get. I'm like, bro, if you do your history, you know what natural resources are. Yeah. Do, do a lot of people know what America's... I don't think a lot of people know what America's natural resources... You know what our number one resource is? Cotton. Yeah. But... Facts. No, that's a 100% fact. But, Cotton. But bringing it back to the... To the uh, <laughs> you really think these niggas is, is getting 500 tons of cocaine in, in, in the United States... Without nobody knowing? 
These niggas know. Bruh. The government's looking the other way. Let me Bruh. get my fee and go ahead. Bruh. You it's know, all about money. You know how many careers that's financing? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Stop playing. And, and one uh, on a serious that's note. That's why the like, prison system is trash. Yeah, it's trash. On a serious note, though, like people be safe out there. This fentanyl is Wild for killing them. people, and now Wild they're lacing it with weed. Because I know there's a lot of, especially out in Cali, there's a lot of weed smokers. Like, hopefully you guys got your dealers or your... your uh, Fuck that. That shit flying everywhere. No, nah, it is. So hopefully, they don't worry about that shit everywhere. Everywhere. But, everywhere. like, please, like, be safe. But, no, there need to be more... Like and I, the littlest, the littlest. Know. Did you see the amount that can kill you? It's like the little. Oh, I looked it it's up. Like, it's like a little speck. I looked it up. It's I like a little it crumb. But but you know what? A lot of people don't know. This is why you gotta read. You have to do your research. You know where fentanyl comes from? No. You know what it's used for? What anesthesia? So this is in every hospital across the fucking nation. Yeah. Fentanyl is an anesthesia, bro. That's what they give you and why they give it to you in small dosages. When you go to get something done with your teeth, that's yeah. why they do it like, boom, I'm going to give you this one. You're going to start dosing off. Then we're going to give you another one. You got to time it. You got to be. Or that's surgery. Why be, at anything. Yeah. That's why they can't do it at a high. They can't just give you one shot, boom, like because it. That's why you got to know the levels of it. There's, there's levels, there's that levels they to the shit. There's levels to the shit. Yeah, that's a fact. And Niggas, the littlest piece. Who do you think the, said, yo, let's put this on the streets? The government. <laughs> who yeah. you think gonna get it? <laughs> that's crazy. Bro, yeah, you got to be a fool for showing for late. If you think. When I, cause you know what's so funny when I watch, not to carry this on too long, cause I could talk about this all day. When I think about wars on drugs, like I remember when we grew up, we had a show called Cops. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What was they rating? Crack houses all over L.A., Detroit, all these places. A lot of Detroit. <laughs> They raiding. Yeah. I mean, niggas is coming through your house with a motherfucking trailer, fucking army brigade, nigga. Imagine that shit that's coming through your door. Like, yeah. <laughs> they doing that for like two O's. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah, for nothing. <laughs> Real talk. So, you look at that and you think, well, damn. Then you see movies like American Gangster where, or not even just that. You watch how... The Ricky, the real Ricky Ross story. Snowfall. He tells you, he tells you the truth. Snowfall. He tells you exactly what happened. He tells you what happened. Shout out to Snowfall. I worked for the government. Yeah. I didn't know I worked for the government, but I worked for the government. Yeah. This is my, this is my plug. This is my, this is my connect. Yeah. He slime. Come on, slime. DEA. Come on, slime. Yeah. I'm Come on, God. Like, come on. At the end of the day, stay, like real talk. stay safe out there. Man, listen. Stay safe out there. But um, let's get into this though, yeah, real it's crazy. quick. You got these uh, questions. Just keep it one and with me. You ain't gotta lie, just the ride being real. You should try to just. 
real. That sound like a drum roll, hum roll, whatever you want. Boom, the record gonna drop on top. So I got some questions for my man. So for now on at the end of the show, I ask him to keep it a hundred with me. I'm gonna plead the fifth. He can't plead the fifth. <laughs> Ain't no fifth in a hundred. You gotta go the whole hundred. Like when you even think of pleading the fifth, what that mean? Fifty percent, nigga. <laughs> so we gotta keep it a hundred. So okay. my first question. There is no yet. There's no yes or no. You just have to give an answer. Okay. There's no yes or no. I don't know none of these fucking questions. You don't know none of the questions. Go ahead. You ready for the first one? Yeah. Do you think money is more valuable than love? Hell yeah. Fuck love. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Why? How do you explain? Uh, Money. Because money can buy you love. Where? Nigga, you just... Nigga, nigga, if I, nigga, if I'm rich and uh, on, a millionaire, man. I could buy. I thought, buy Jackson, all, I thought you was a fan of Janet Jackson. I could man. buy all the love I want. That's, that's my not answer. real. That's my answer. That's not real love. So how, no, no, go ahead, go no, ahead. These have breakdowns to them. Okay. So these questions have breakdowns to them. So for you to say that, so you said you could buy love. Yeah. So what do you consider as being love? Unconditional. Trust. So you think you honesty. can buy you can buy unconditional trust and mm. honesty? Yeah. No, you can't. You they, just they lie. see the money. You just lie. They see the money. <laughs> he just lied on the show. He just lied. Never. Yeah, yeah. You just lied. You know you can't buy that. I think you can. How many niggas done tried? A lot. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Yeah. All right. I ain't gonna hold you too heavy okay. on that one. Because okay. this is new. So next time you're gonna know to think better. Yeah, okay. Fuck <laughs> Are women grimier than niggas? This day and age, yes. Hundred, <laughs> nigga, a hundred percent. This day and age, I'm gonna keep it hundred. You know what's the most grimiest part of I've ever seen in anything? What? The movie Blood. I seen it. When his wife got him booked. First of all, yeah. you look oh, at that yeah. movie, his wife yeah. and his mom and his got mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time was this Fugazi ass nigga that's just hate. But when you look at the, yeah, goddamn. So yeah. When, which one you think to, is grimy? And when you think of grimy, first of all, what's your what's your what's your definition of grimy? Grimy, um, as far as what relationship or like everything? No, nah, this no. I said if it's women, oh, or men, oh. anything, who you think is anything. Grimy? I know a lot of bitches that set niggas up. I know niggas that set niggas up. Uh, as far women as women that rob niggas, yeah. men that rob niggas. What you what you think? Grimy is what's le- grimy to me. Leading one way and doing something on the low the other way. Okay. As far as like relationship wise. No, just overall. Overall, the word grimy. When you say oh. grimy. Oh, nigga, niggas set niggas or bitches, whoever you want to say, women or men setting motherfuckers up. Me person, it's just like you don't have a fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't care. You just play both sides all the yeah. time. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, two face. You two face. No, no, no morals. No nothing. Two face shit. Grimy. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gri- grimy niggas. Are, uh, let me give an example of a grimy, grimy niggas. Are set your moms no, grimy, up yeah, type yeah, shit. Grimy nigga, niggas. what? What will grimy women do? Fuck your man and tell you and t- uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's yeah. real shit. Okay, okay, okay. Um Best Club of all time you've been to. Best club uh Dre's Vegas. Why is that? The, the atmosphere, um just the vibe, like it was just 
it was just a well my birthday holla yeah. uh but it was just like i've been to a lot i've been to what miami clubs in miami clubs uh-huh. everywhere dre dre's definitely in vegas great vibe mm-hmm. the uh lil wayne was there performing pulled up great show yeah um yeah dre's miami i mean uh pause vegas Okay, Dre's B- Vegas. Best artist you ever heard for the first time. Best artist for the I've... first time. I mean, they didn't grow on you. They didn't do that. The first time you heard them was like, oh my fucking god, that shit made you almost bust a nut. First artist, not pause, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, excited, <laughs> like damn, this thing is crazy. First artist you heard for the pause. You talking about busting this no, thing crazy? Mean, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. First artist you um, heard for the first time that had you the most excited. Her. Her. Ooh. Yeah. I just... That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Her music her is voice. just... Her voice and her music, the mm. way she did... She, you can, like, to me, Ooh. listening to her by, like, by your, yeah. like, you just sitting there by yourself and uh-huh. you just, like, zoning out, just nah, listening. She is it's just like, yo. I love her. her vo- yo. She's so talented. She reminds me... She's so, like, nostalgic to me, like, to where you don't really know who she is. Yeah. But you know she fired. She, yo. I don't care how many times she wears shades. You know she bad. Man, I don't give like, a fuck. I, wear the she, shades she, up every she, day. Go money. to sleep in shades if you want. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, for real. Oh, next one. What question is this? Four, five, five. 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 Baddest shorty in high school. In our high school? Nigga, what other high school you went to? <laughs> Nigga, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stall like Bad, a motherfucker. Baddest shorty in um, high school. Well, okay, let me ask this question before I answer. No, you can't ask no, no, me no, no questions. No, no. That ain't part of the game. What is it? In high school. My whole high school, so 9th through 12th? Baddest 12th? shorty in high school. 9th through 12th. Baddest shorty in high school to you. 9th through 12th grade. Say what you want. Yeah, baddest, yeah. baddest shorty. Well, 9th through 12th grade. Uh-huh. Baddest shorty in high school. Yeah. My dad. I'm saying, shout out to who? my, shout out to my, to my, who? my little brother. I, I, hold on, he's trying to creep that out. What'd shout, you say? Who? Shout out to my little hold brother. Who was but that? I had a, I had a crush on her, her back in Roundabout. What is her name? Actually. You didn't say it. No, no, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, you, you it's build, it's the buildup. It's the buildup. Hold up. I had, I'll never Let forget. Before I answer yeah. the question, Go ahead. this person knows it. Yeah. Only this person knows it. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Sixth grade. Yeah. Started off sixth grade roundabout. Even in high school, yet. I know, oh, I know. She was that bad. Sixth grade roundabout. Mm-hmm. We in the dance. Yeah. I'm just there, you know, on the wall. I was there. On the wall, not DJ. doing shit. I DJed that one. Not, wall, not doing shit. Uh, and this one chick that I had to crush on came uh, up to me, man. And, and, and I danced with her, and, yep. and I still brag about it to this day. And this is sixth grade. I'm, I gotta hear this. That's like thirty years out. I gotta hear this. All right, I got feeling. <laughs> Go ahead. She, she married now with kids. She got a brother it's all respectful. and a sister. I it. It's all respectful. Come on now. Shout out to my nigga Lance. My, I love you, my nigga. Keep it 100 uh, with me. Oh, uh, Lexi? Alexia Quill. Oh. Or her, her maiden name was Alexia Quill. Alexia, yeah. okay. Yeah. To me. Okay. To me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So beautiful. That's Cuzzo, too. Yeah. Um. All right. We got two more questions. How you two go more. from five to? Ten? I didn't say it was five. You I said s- ten. Not, I know. I know. I, hold on. Hold on. We done, Nigga, did seven. Did. We, we did, did seven. Yeah, no, we, we did. did. Nigga, we did three. I got written down, and I did three off top. But we keep going. Okay. Let's just keep I'm going. Not, okay. Um, Shit. Two more. 
Okay. Favorite spot to go to in the eight four five. It could be any type of spot. Favorite favorite spot. spot. To, favorite spot to go to where you get your favorite <sighs> thrill out of it all. It could be a, your homeboy house. It yeah, could yeah. be a club. No, no. It could be a restaurant. It could be anything. Your favorite um, spot to go. To. Favorite spot to go to Loopers. Loopers. Ooh, the Loop. That's a good question. Upstate Rucker Park. Why is Loopers your favorite Up, spot to go upstate to? Upstate Rucker Park. I want to hear this question. It was my favorite spot because. Um, as growing up, yeah. the balling we used to yeah, ball. Yeah, of course. We used every to ball day. every day, every chilling. Day. We balled every day. And, and like be, growing up in Beacon, you know everybody. It's yeah, a small, yeah. small town, but yeah. you know everybody or whatever. So growing up, it's like you know everybody. Yo, we had Loopers twelve o'clock on the weekend, yeah. or you know whatever, lit. whatever. It was, lit. it was lit. But then getting older, my older, my older years, making that guap. Yeah, we ain't gonna get into that part, yeah, but that you already know. But yeah, Loopers. Loopers. Ooh. The Loop. I like that one. Uh, uh, Upstate Record Park. Upstate Record Park. Okay, we we already know that. Yeah. Your favorite city besides your own, and why? <sighs> favorite city besides your own Beacon Tree City. Yep. Um, and I would uh, pr- probably Miami. Miami. Why Miami? <laughs> yeah. Went there. Went there nine times in like three, four years. Okay, but was, why was it your favorite though? Because if you just, think about it, we've been to Vegas a lot. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. You don't been to DR. You don't been to a lot of places. I'm I not mean, trying to talk I about mean, DR. I, no, I'm just. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, that's a country though. Okay. Nah, no, city. no, I'm just saying. Go ahead. City like Miami because I wanted to keep it kind of more local, yeah. more locally. But nah, because you did live in Poughkeepsie. Don't forget that. And you lived in 914 or Nyack or wherever you yeah. yeah, You Nyack. lived in a couple places. So I wanted to, you know. Oh, if you want to go in my history, I can go to history. No, no, I didn't ask you. No, no, about, I said, about them fav- places. I said your favorite city besides oh, where, where I you lived. really lived. Where I lived or whether yeah, I didn't where live. you lived. Oh, where I yeah. lived. Oh, okay. You didn't say lived. You yeah, just said you said that. No, you didn't. I did. We can go back to taste. But, okay. Reminded. Let me, um. okay. So my favorite city would be. And why? Is that my question? Have a straw. Oh, yo. I ain't gonna need a lot of you, yo. Jahira and them, they put me on to have a straw. Because they was the motherfucking first people I knew that was like leaving the town uh-huh. to go there. That was like a Spanish, a lot of Spanish niggas lived out there, didn't it? When I, well, when I lived yeah, there, well, I was like. Not, yeah. But why, why, yeah. why, why, why was it your uh, favorite spot? Um, rest in peace, my nigga Danny Beltran, too. Real talk. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, and Jewels. Easy. Have a straw taught me a lot. When I, I was a kid, I was probably like. I was five. Uh-huh. Brother was probably like six. Yeah. Um. It was it was a struggle, mm-hmm. so it opened the eyes because nobody go. probably nobody knows this shit. Yeah, go ahead. A lot it's of people good. don't know this, this shit. Why it's the part of the show? Uh, we lived in Harrisdale for two years. Mm-hmm. Probably not nah, like three years. Three years. Lived in Harrisdale for three years, and our last, I want to say, month in Harrisdale, me, my dad, my sister, my older brother, and my mother, we was homeless for about a month. Mm. Got kicked out. Mm. Dad lost his job. Got kicked out. This Damn. is before. This is before he met his boss. Now, Con, Mr. Conroy. Shout out to Mr. Conroy. Changed my dad's life. Big shout out. Um, my mom had to quit her job because uh, my sister was born. 
Yeah, because this was in, um, I want to say, 87. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. My sister was born in 1987. So, uh, my mom had to stop working. And... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so in 87, my mom had to stop working. My sister was born. And basically, uh, I want to say a year, two years after that, my dad lost his job, got laid off. He didn't lose his job. He got laid off or whatever. So for like a month straight, we was living, literally living. We He had an uh, old Cadillac. And the, and the Cadillac, my parents was, um, my dad's parents, mm-hmm. my my grandmother lived in Alabama and my uh, oh, that's why he had bam ass. Nigga. Yeah. Okay. And my my grandfather lived in Chicago, yeah. and then my uh, so mom's you learned, parents. You learned something about your best friend. Just do a fucking podcast. And my and my my mom's parents, they was beefing with each other or whatever. Yeah. So my my and this is why to this day, mm-hmm. God rest in peace, my grandfather, my mom's yeah. my mom's father, and my grandmother who's still alive today. Like yeah. I would never forget them for this. I want to say. It was in a month. It was probably like three weeks. The okay. third week into us living on on the streets, basically, fucking, yeah. uh, my grandmother found out about it. Yeah. And she lived, and this is how the story, like, you know, when a story, you know, comes all in the circle. Yeah. She lived in Nyack Plaza, mm-hmm. which is run by my father's boss. Yeah. So when my grandmother found out that we was homeless, she pulled up on the car when we was just chilling in the car and pulled up on my mom, started yelling at her, like, why don't the fuck you tell me? Come to the crib. They had a three-bedroom. We had a three-bedroom apartment in uh, Night Plaza. And it was my grandparents uh-huh. had a room. Yeah. My uncle had his own room. And my two aunts who already lived there had their room. So we was living in the living that's room. That's crazy. We was Yo, living in the living room. Just sharing that story yeah. alone, man. We was like, living in the living room the whole time. Bro, that's crazy. I never knew that yeah. about you. Like, you know, that's a great, like, even for you to share that, like, that. that's why the, the next question, my last question is going to be way deeper than that. So I'm and glad then, you experienced in this one yeah. and giving it to me. Pause. This way, like that's that's official. That's why I wanted to make this segment up because and I wanted people to hear more about who you are. I want to say about a year wow. into living with my grandparents, yeah. my dad met my his boss now, Mr. Conroy, and yeah. gave changed him a job, everything. changed the life. Changed. We moved from my grandparents to right. it's called Nyack Central, yeah. and on from so, there. All right, so this is the last question. This is gonna be a tough okay. one. This is gonna be a tough one. Oh God! So these questions gonna be hard week to week. <laughs> this so this is the hardest one. What was the most difficult death of your peers that you ever experienced? Not not your grandparents or people older than you or people from your family. Your peers, like friends, people you hung out with. People you've seen every day, people that walk down your block, people from your projects. And what a lot of people, a lot of y'all might not know, Ums is from South Davis Terrace Project. So in Beacon, New York, that's basically the project. You got that, Force of Heist, and uh, what's the other joint? Back we don't even back care there. about that. Where, where uh, Jessica and them live. What's that joint? Tompkins, Tompkins. Force of Yep, you got Tompkins. Yeah. So what was the most, <sighs> like, hmm. out of all the deaths that you experienced as a pe- from your peers, what was the most effective to you that you felt? And don't feel like it's no wrong answer, and it has yeah, yeah, no, yeah. like, to, but I just want to share 
I want you to be able to share that. This moment. Um, probably Clizzy. Clizzy. I thought that was gonna be your answer too. Cl- Alright, so yeah, go ahead. Clizzy, mm-hmm. like he's what. He was what? How old was he? Clizzy about seven, seven years. Seven years. Six seven. Six seven years old. I was I was I was doing stats. Six seventh yeah. grade. He was in like, he was in like eleventh. So first of all, people so who know like about five Co- six years older than us. Corey Clark. Yeah, five six. We called him uh, Clizzy. 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 Clizz God. Clizzy. Um, he's about six seven years older than us. Damn, first I got, of all, I got his whole his whole shit in my video too. Yeah, uh, when we did the oh, the, back. Yep, his whole birthday yeah. and when he passed is in there. Yeah, I know he passed right he, by my birthday. He I passed on my dad's birthday. Yep, and your dad's and birthday is right at March 29th. You know, yeah, you know, right after my birthday. Two thousand five. So I would never forget that day. I never forget and that shit. Yep. He was born on. My sister and Ryan's birthday, July twenty seventh. That's, that's crazy. my daughter's birthday. What you mean? No, that's ju- Nia's. No, no, it's not. July twenty twenty seventh. No, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, she's twenty third. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, so, yeah. so if people who don't know Clizzy, twist it, twist um, yeah. he was like that's Ryan's. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's yeah, and my yeah, sister. Yeah, that's crazy. People who don't know Clizzy, he was like the hood. I want to say the hood. Uh, yeah, yeah, the hood. Activists Like My man would just Everybody would love him Everybody Any problems Everybody would go to him And He always would be encouraging I wanna say We became real close When He used to come to the Um it all brings it back to the loop. He used to come to Looper's basketball court and just school us or whatever, you know, balling. We used to try to, you know, get good. Him, Clizzy, Ed, Oops, um, Scotty O, all the old heads. Like, they used to, we used to ball. And, you know, as youngin' or whatever, it's like, yo, there was this 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 older dude, and he was just cool. Like, damn, like, he, he didn't care that we was young. Because, you know, you had to. You have them older guys who be like, "Yo, oh, yeah, fuck that era, you yeah, like fuck y'all youngins, get out of here." It, it was never him. You couldn't even play at the court back yeah. then. You wasn't really shout out knock to niggas out. Oops, shout out to Oops. Y'all yo. niggas, yo, fuck y'all niggas, real shout talk. Shout out to Oops, though. I fuck with y'all, y'all Oops, Oops used to throw niggas balls. He throw over your the court. ball over the fence, bro. And, 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 and look at you, look at you, and tell you go get your parents if you got a problem. That's a fact. But um, getting back to Clizz, like yeah. like he 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 would embrace us, and it was just like all love, and it was just like yo, he had people who didn't know people didn't know him. He had a full ride to Syracuse yeah, I know. University yeah. for ball, but he chose a different path or whatever. So when we got older, when he got older and I got older, that's when like we started like to go out. I used to go out to the clubs. He used to be yeah. there, or whatever. Hold, hold us down. Poker. Poke, and then and then all of a sudden we. He both... never played with us. He'd be upstairs. No, no, no. He played. He played. I never really played. With I Clint. played. He would yeah. come up and downstairs. You know no, he would no, bust a move. Um, he we would play poker Big together. Big shout out to nigga drama, free drama, real talk. He should be getting out soon. Yeah. Um, we'll play poker together, whatever. For first of all, um, he used to uh, date uh, drama's mom. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. You know what's crazy? Like when you say this story, because his grandma and my grandma are, were best friends. Yeah, they were best friends, right? Yeah. So, and then his uncle is my cousin Justin's yeah. father. Yeah, 
So, you know, and she had the crib right across the street from Davies yeah, on the corner. It all comes back in the circle. You know what I mean? Like, and it's so crazy. It's like, on you some know, manifest type shit. Like, like you it's know what just, I mean? Yeah. Like, I knew Clizzy. Like, my, like I know, I knew Miss Doris Gant. Like, I knew them. I knew Larry Gant. Like, me and Larry Gant got the same birthday, March 27th. Me Nigga. and Larry Gant. Oh, bro, Clizzy's cousins day. is your cousins. Yeah, like, know, like, <laughs> this is crazy. It's, yo, it's so crazy. Like, when you go into the story, because yeah. I, I remember when it happened. I was I was in college. I never. We just came back from the town. So, yeah. So, That's what I ain't going to go into yeah. what just happened. But in the town, nah. Look, I'm gonna say what happened. River Street crib. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. I never, I will never forget it. So no. yeah, so Clizzy was this, this, this guy was just, he was just amazing. So we, yeah. when we got older, we started to hang out more. Like when I was a youngin, he, he, you know, he'll come school me on the court. Like and, and to yeah. this day, I always sometimes will catch myself looking up, but like you still owe me my dollar. Because he, we was South Avenue AAU balling, and he's just there, just chilling, you know, teaching us shit. And he's like, "You get this rebound over me." He's boxing me out. You get this rebound over me, I'll give you a dollar. I got a rebound over this nigga. This nigga never gave me a dollar. <laughs> nigga said, "I owe I you." I never forget this one thing. One thing about Clizzy that I never forget. There's two, actually two things. There's two things. Number one. He had a tattoo that said, all my dogs bite. Yep. That was from DMX. And a lot of people don't know that. He loved pit bulls. Yeah. Clizzy loved pits. That was one thing I always remember. Number two, I never forget. I probably had to be in like sixth, seventh grade. That's how I know the difference. It had to be like five, six years. Remember, we was in the mall. He used to have a beat box. He used to have a boom box with him. If y'all don't know about the um, Sony boxes and all that. You might have the yellow waterproof joint. I said if you had that brand. <laughs> yeah. The surfboard joint. But if you had just the black joint, big shout out to my nigga Molly G. Molly G was the king of the beat, uh the the boombox, right? So I remember going to the um Galleria. He was in the mall. He's the first person I heard play Jizza. This record was called um, Niggas Deep in the Undercut No Shots Run me from the block And you got me locked down In this cold Cold world On repeat In the mall <laughs> This is called Cold World By Jizza If you don't know this record I'm gonna play it right here when it, If you don't know this Like And I'll never forget that day Like i never forget that day Because back then You know going to the gallery Was like a big thing Like you went there after school Boom You probably got there Like 6, 7 o'clock You couldn't leave to that You wouldn't leave to that last bus Yeah like 9.45 It's it's Beacon niggas And PK niggas You just walking up and down The mall There's only two floors And playing the fucking food court That's it Yeah Two floors That was getting bitches back then And I remember Like us being our age Cause like A lot of people don't understand Like you know When we were in 7th, 8th grade We was outside yeah, I don't know if y'all understand. Like, I was a DJ at the time. We was like basically, I had acts. We was popping. So if I wasn't doing BCC on Friday, Saturday, we was out at the mall, mm-hmm. and we told the whole hood, "Yo, we get on the bus at this time." This before cell phones, almost all that shit. Only a few people had pages. You had to be really getting bread for some reason, <laughs> like to have a pager, yeah. little Nextel joint, or whatever you want to call them joints, little green joint with the see through. But, you know, I, I wanted you to share that. For me, I want you to share that because, I said, like I said, this show ain't about me. Yeah. This show is yours. And I want you to give more about yourself. 
And as you give more about yourself, because I think a lot of people know about me. They know I'm a wild, funny-ass, crazy-ass nigga that did all this crazy shit. Everybody know my story. They don't know yours. So this whole part of, you know, to keep it 100, it's not about, like, yo, don't tell no lies. No, this is about you giving yourself to the people. Different than just talking on topics that deal with all this fuckery in the entertainment Mm -hmm. business. Because that's not what everybody want to hear. Nope. Some people just want to hear, yo, what y'all niggas got to talk about? That's this real shit. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for sharing that with those yeah. questions. I hope it wasn't, you know, too tough for you. Yeah, you know? no, but yeah. rest I think, in peace, I think we all, got. rest in peace, Cuz got all day. Yeah. You know, rest in peace, Miss Doris Grant. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that's important. Rest in peace, uh, ah, at the end was his sister too. She passed away too. Larry Gann's sister passed he, away too. His mom's has, passed away too. That's yeah, what's recently. Great. And, he, and he has like yeah. And his sons six, and his daughter. Kids. Yeah, he got kids like, you know what I mean? Real shit, man. So big but shout that, out to yeah, all the gents. Big that shout out to everybody over all here, day. man. Pause. Like, and what we doing, like, what we doing, like, as, you, as much as we talking about other shit, man, we still keeping our, our environment alive. The names alive, the people we came across, people that's legendary. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? These people legendary to us. Like, they'd never be forgotten. We're going to keep them alive. So well, that's a fact. As much I, as I, we do this shit, yeah. don't think that we just doing it for us or this is some shit like we just doing for people to hear. We, we're sharing our thoughts, our feelings, and, and, and things that a lot of people are scared to do. You heard? Yeah. On that note, you already know what it is. Your boys is going. We out. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs>